What up? This is Yanka Dez. Peace. This is Outlaw. And you're listening to the 80s Babies Podcast. And today we have a special guest, a very good friend of mine, yeah. uh, Imhotep. Why don't you introduce yourself? How's it going? Greetings, listeners. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, you know, I've been friends with you guys for a while now. I uh, went to UVA um, with, with you guys, both, you know, all engineering students. I uh, grew up in Brooklyn. Uh, now live in the D.C. area. Uh, see me. <laughs> still still claim brooklyn for now until I, i'm told otherwise and i might have to start claiming somewhere else so so why did we tell us tell the listeners why we invited you in particular on this particular episode um i would guess probably because i'm a, a serious jay-z fan i would say All right. um mm. also you know i'm an avid listener of hip-hop and i actually know how to listen to music too so i would think yeah. that would be another reason why so, you guys would invite me. So actually, I, I, before we before we start talking about 444, you want to talk to us a little bit about uh, some of the feedback that you had on our episode uh, uh, I about said no. Blueprint 2? I said no. I only have, <laughs> Why not? I have, I have nothing to say Let about speak the, on the it, Blueprint man. 2 album. I actually just thought of one one point that I think that you guys should agree with. Okay. Um, you guys were kind of trashing Pharrell jay-z collaborations uh, and he was i was more he than was. more so and i said pharrell was not good on that album yeah. and i think that for the most part you know so you guys made some very salient points but <laughs> i just wanted to bring to light a song that you guys skipped over which was the front end song which was pharrell featuring jay-z right and no no outlaw uh, it's fine yeah that song is it's i fine. feel fine about hey, it as look, well look, i'll bounce to it I, I don't dislike it it's yeah. cool it's not like a mate like it's no, no la 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 but at the time though i think exactly. that you don't remember that verse being big for us back then no maybe i actually forget uh, you might be right though so today we're going to be talking about jay's album that was released june 30th yep. uh at the time that you all listen to this it should be about a month after it came out right. uh we're going to talk about 444 and the reason why I wanted to have Imhotep on here, particularly for this album, was I've been trying to get him on, but this this one seemed, seemed very appropriate because we were both excited about the album coming out, but then when mm -hmm. we heard it, we were very pleased. Uh, at least mm -hmm. I was. I'll let Imhotep speak for himself, and Yinka can obviously speak for himself, but mm -hmm. on this episode of the podcast, we'll be talking exclusively about 444. We'll be mm -hmm. giving our review of it. Um, so it, I can start off. You can start it off. Yo, let me say that my feeling was the opposite, right? right. Like I was like, when we do have Emotub, I want to bring him on something that I feel like he's he can speak impartially about. And I feel like as as being such a Jay Z fan that he is, like he's you been know what I'm saying? This though. this album is just it's like a it's like a layup. It's like an alley oop. You know what I'm saying? I like I, I feel like I would rather I him talk about like you talked about how we should get him on the Prodigy episode, which which we didn't. I, I I'm going to disagree only because <laughs> I have heard this brother be critical of Jay Z. Plus, uh. in particular, the subjects, the themes that he's mentioning, I Imhotep and I have had side conversations before this album even came out relating to those topics. So that's right. why I thought it would be appropriate. Cool. So we can get into just real quick, yeah. like overall general thoughts on the album. Let's let you. let's let Imhotep start it off. Yeah, you can uh, actually speak for yourself now. Okay. Well, I think that um. This was the album that I wanted from Jay-Z for a very long time. I would say right. maybe 10 years ago. I think this is the album that he should have made. Mm -hmm. um, but So get, around what time, what album did he put out that you would want this to so be? So to album? be honest, right, and you were talking about me not be having trouble being uh, impartial, I haven't cared for any album since Black Album. Oh, wow. Everything that he's made since then, I've it's kind of been like a why. Right. Right. Uh, in particular, I would say... Like with American Gangster, it was a very, very much a why. Okay, I, I felt exactly the same you know? way about American. And Gangster. it was, 
And I, I thought it was like, yeah, nice try. You're trying to say, oh, well, this is a period piece. I'm trying to give you guys right. that, that feel like, no, you just want to rap about drugs again. Like, right. funky. like <laughs> I don't and I don't want to hear that. Yeah. Right? I think yeah. you have so much more to offer to us. And right. then like Blueprint 3 eh, Mag- like Magna Carta, I'm good. Like, yeah. I just really haven't cared for anything he's had to offer. And this, of right. course, been highlights because he's a talented person. Right. But in terms of an album that I want to replay and listen to, I really haven't cared for the content right um and i also just think too for someone like jay who is of course a great artist and i say for someone like Nas as well right where when you have people who are great artists and they clearly are dedicating themselves to their craft Mm. the art that they make at that time will always be much better than you know the the music that they make when they kind of right right so it's like when jay was on the corner and he was pretty much thinking about what is the best double entendre that I could spit on this song. <laughs> That's not going to compare to Jay having five business meetings, uh, playing with blue, and then <laughs> like writing some verses on the side. Right, right? Like, right, it's, right. Not, it's not going to be as good. And I can uh-huh. tell, uh-huh. right? Like, so, um, but I'd say for this album, I was, um, I appreciate it. I was very, I was thankful. I think, you know, we needed it. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to push the larger culture directly as much as people think right um uh i'm interested in talking about it too i think mm-hmm. that song by song i'm gonna have some some oh yeah we're gonna to do share. a song yeah. by song yeah Let's um but also too i i was afraid to so i didn't and this may you like know, you guys may man i want to go in this direction but i did not i have not listened to damn since i listened to 444 <laughs> uh. and i'm afraid to compare Right, four forty four. Maybe they don't need to be compared. Yeah, I and that's, that's kind of how I feel. I think I feel but, that way too. I mean, we yeah. need to get to a point where we can just really, really appreciate a lot of different projects to be like, "Yo, damn, was dope." Four forty four was right. dope. Something else needs to be dope too. But hopefully, we can get we can get yeah. there, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I, I wanted to I'll make put sure that Ross up there. Is it what? I think that Ross is a good album. Hey, yo, man. that 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 pretty girls like trap. Yo, that's up there <laughs> ah, too, baby. There it is. I just wanted to make sure <laughs> I wasn't baby in the album though. Yeah, so, no, like I went I back and so. I listened to Good Kid, Mad City, and uh-huh. I was like, "Dang, Kendrick is really putting in work right now." Four forty four is cool, right? But I think, I mean, also they're just they're different projects. They're in different that, places in their yeah. life too. Yeah. You know, like I wouldn't want Jay Z to be rapping about what Kendrick's rapping. About, fun fact, you know? fun fact. Yeah. So we're, real quick, we're gonna try to do the the track by track. Okay. At least I would like to do that. It sounds like in what's up with right. Real quick though, your thoughts on the album? Um. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it a little bit on 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 the podcast where we had Kenny uh, a podcast episode. But yeah, I mean, I thought the album was dope. I, my thoughts are actually in line with with Emma Tep's thoughts. Like I, I was happy to hear the subject matter that he tackled. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that the music was good and appropriate for what it was. Honestly, I I thought the production could have been a little tighter, and I thought his flow could have been a little tighter. Um, but I mean. I was pleasantly surprised. Like I, I didn't know what to expect going into the album, and I think that I think Jay did a really good job of that. Like he he gave us something that like we kind of didn't know exactly what it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I heard that first track, which I mean we don't gotta go track by track obviously now, but when I heard that first track, it was a little jarring because it wasn't what I expected right. to hear. Um, and I like that about the project. So overall, I like the project. I think it's in my top three. So I appreciated the production on it, just in the sense that it's definitely a break from what we're listening to right, right now yeah and it's almost like uh, panama said this on his very smart brother's blog he uh-huh. said that it almost sounds like um it almost sounds like it reminds him a little bit of like dilla's donuts okay and the sense yeah. that it's just like no ideas just kind of fucking around jay-z hears and says hey i want something on that right and i appreciated that 
it was it's a co the the production sounds coherent from track one to track ten. Right. You know what I mean? So it's almost like a throwback mm-hmm. to before a bunch of producers got on on a on a project and collaborated yeah. with the artist. So I like that. In terms of his flow, I kind of fuck with it too, in the sense that look, it's not the flow that what we got from the late nineties and the early two thousands, but uh-huh. it is a break from it's a break from that <laughs> but it's also kind of like it's almost it's also something that's more accessible to to a younger listener as well huh. him just being kind of random with some stuff at times okay. the other thing too that i liked about it is that i i really get the sense that he put this album together in like a week yeah. it really feels like that and yet at the same time that it feels like not rushed but just like uh-huh. really quickly done it, it's almost like just a reminder to everybody just how easy it is for him when he really wants huh. it just to do something good. So that yeah. was my impression of it. Maybe a little biased. I don't know. So there's a theory on the flow, guys. Because, you know, I'm listening to the album. And for me, when it comes to, like, why I think Jay-Z is top top two, top three, it's because one thing that sets him apart from everybody is the flow. Right. So I'm listening to the beginning half of the album. And it's like Santa Claus isn't real. Like, I'm really struggling. I'm like, where where is the Jay that I know? Right. Um, so the theory that people have been pushing around the internet was that the song starts with Kill Jay Z uh-huh. in the beginning of the album. That is Sean Carter rapping. Okay. Sean Carter doesn't have the flow that Jay Z has. <sighs> then <laughs> once four, I hate shit like this. So yeah, exactly. So then once <laughs> once four forty four ends, uh-huh. then you go into Family Feud, and from okay. Family Feud on. The flow is flawless. So, so why is Family Feud like like the the first record that he 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 kills Sean Carter is bomb. No, bomb. it's Kill Jay Z. Bomb, right? No, so, no, no. In bomb, no, he's you're right. Fuck all this pretty Sean right. Carter yeah, shit, yeah, nigga. That, that, that's that's to me what made me feel as if like it gave some credence to the theory that yeah. there's a difference, but it's one song off. Yeah. But it kind of made me feel like okay, maybe maybe there's something to it because. Uh-huh. That those first those first few songs he's talking he's yeah. on beat yeah it's like, that for, first it, it couple was, songs yeah. I'm like yeah where's the flow like, like but that. then but then the third verse of smile, smile I'm like oh my god yeah. he's still yeah. Jay Z yeah. you know what I'm so saying let's, so. so let's just start doing the the track by track <laughs> right. just right off the bat kill Jay Z any thoughts I can give my initial thoughts on it um so, okay well I so I, I love it as an intro <clears> in the sense that. It's, it's everything I want from the intro in terms of setting up the album, right? Right. Like now, obviously, going back to listen to it a couple of times and understanding what the project is, is going to make a lot more sense. And yep. if you listen to it just on the first time, uh-huh. even you're thinking like, what is this? But yeah. I like the idea of, you know, if we're going to have a more mature and responsible and honest uh-huh. Jay-Z, it's a very good, necessary track. Right. Um, I, I was reading some places that it's kind of like he's, he's taking shots at Kanye, but I felt more right. like he's acknowledging the Kanye situation without actually really taking shots at Kanye. I don't but, know. Um, kinda, it, felt, felt, it, felt, it felt like there were some barbs there. But w- the one thing I want to say about it, um, you really wanted to do Yeezus. I wasn't yeah. I wasn't huge on, on Yeezus. Uh, right. But what I will say about Yeezus is um, the very first song on Yeezus, when you hear it, it's kind of jarring. Like it's yeah. just not what you expected from him. And I felt like Kill Jay Z was that for mm-hmm. me. Like I, I kind of had a preconceived notion as to what a Jay Z album sounded like. And then when the beat came on, I was like, "Okay, what is what, what is, is this?" this? Like going? I was completely not expecting it. So I mean, the parallel isn't this two songs don't sound the same at all. But you know, that was my initial like reaction. Um, and I, I don't, I don't like the beat as a beat, and I don't really like the song as a song. However, in the context of the album, of the album. it makes sense. Yeah. 
So, I mean, I, I would say that. So you you guys may agree or disagree. I feel as if you know when you're truly a fan of someone, you have like this imaginary conversation with them <laughs> in your head, and okay. to a certain degree, the artists also cultivate that as well, right? They, you mm -hmm. know, I'm doing this for my fans. This is for them. Yeah. So I think that there's like definitely like this you know conversation that you have, and I feel as if not for like the media trolls, but for the actual real Jay Z fans who have a specific background, there's a certain level of accountability that you hold them to, right. and I think that he kind of addressed some of those issues in yeah. this song. And I think yeah. it was kind of important. And I, it kind of made me think of um, yeah. Lupe, Food and Liquor, uh, right. Hurt Me Soul, when he was yeah. like, you know, he had a Jay-Z boycott because he said he prayed to to Gotti, not God. Uh -huh. right? And like, I feel as if I definitely had sort of a Jay-Z boycott as of late as well. And, okay. I, and I felt that yeah. he kind of addressed that in this song, like talking about the fact that, you know, just, just addressing like those those questions that you have about him as a person, like where mm -hmm. his heart right. is, where his mind is. Yeah, like, right. like that, shooting his uh, brother. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like a lot of times. What, you know, what have, was that about, by the way? Because I, I stole his ring, right? He dressed that on volume one. Yeah. What? In fact, he actually he, shot yeah. his brother. Yes. Yeah. The whole story is on uh, volume yeah. one. It's like and the last track. And he sold drugs to family know. members. So, well, like, yeah, I know that. I've had like I've been in conversations with people before and been like, you know what? Like, we we really can't expect rappers to be responsible because these are the same people that sell drugs to family members right. and shoot family members so right. it's like yeah. of course they're gonna easily drop some poison on the track to make some right. bread like it's, right. it's even probably less trying on their conscience right so i think that for him to address that to me was very very important. so did, did you guys and now this is kind of pulling it back from the, the track by track analysis did you guys really feel like this album was like this jay-z come to jesus moment where he was really opening up and telling us about himself or did you feel that it was more of a contrived situation to say, you know, we've created Lemonade now, we've created Solange's album, everybody has these perspectives on this relationship that everybody has opinions on, but we haven't really gotten much insight to. And now Jay-Z creates an album where he speaks in depth about his perspective on it. And so now we can all be happy. I think it's both. Um, I don't think that Jay-Z is not stupid. Right. Beyonce is not stupid. Right. They understand that if he's going to be honest on the record and address some of the things that he addressed, people are going to get that from it. Right. right? They're going to get that. Oh, this is all marketing. And I know, I know some folks who listen to the entire album, the only song they're talking about, or the only two songs, are 444 and Family Feud. Right. right? Anything that addresses Beyonce and Blue, like that's the only <laughs> thing they're talking about. Right. And they're saying, oh, yeah, this is all marketing. And it's just like, all right, that's fine. You know, I'm not going to say that your the opinion isn't relevant because it is because mm -hmm. obviously you know that that's what that's what they took from it. And so I think that Jay Z recognizes that recognizes that that stuff is there. Right. But I also think that Jay Z, his entire career has always been about street cred. The thing is, right now mm -hmm. Jay Z is not in the streets. Right. Jay Z is on a different level where that credibility is going to it's not the same as street cred. And right. so now he needs to his integrity needs to be on a different level. Mm -hmm. And now I think he's addressing that integrity mm -hmm. on a different level and to me that's what i heard so it's just like it's a different type mm -hmm. of credibility and i think that he needed to reveal some of the things that he revealed in order for him for us to take all of what he's saying seriously mm -hmm. that's my take on it you guys might have a different yeah take. so i mean i kind of don't think it was that contrived as well just because mm -hmm. i think that he speaks about so much more on this album than just him and yeah, Beyonce. so i think that if that was the main focus. I could see that possibly being the case. Also kind of piggybacking off of what Outlaw was saying as well is that Jay-Z's also been like one of the first people to do this whole, I'm not a, I'm not a rapper, I'm not an artist, I'm a hustler. And I think it was on like a, mil a, a million and one questions. Yeah. And he, then he reminded us on like... Uh, <laughs> Volume two. And I might have been blooper when he was like, 
I thought I told you. Um, it's like part of the city or whatever. Characters, yeah. I'm not an actor. Yeah, yeah I'm not a rapper. Not a rapper. So it's yeah. like he's always been this person who's like, oh, I'm not an artist. And I think that to me, it and being someone from Brooklyn, I feel as if like we think, of course, it's cool to be contrarians and not to be vulnerable. And I think that right. part of being an artist is being is being vulnerable and sharing. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that that's something that kind of he's always been very delicate about and even when he shares he's still he's still the cool yeah. guy he still wins I, I i feel you and i and i think you know to to expound on what you're saying you look at some of jay's best moments right like blueprint specifically the mm-hmm. mama loves me and records like that where he's like really kind of telling us like about his family makeup and like how he came up those records are like some of his best records you know so do you guys have any more thoughts on this because actually what Imhotep was saying i think is a great segue into track number two yeah which is my favorite track on the album i know a lot of people like it as well the story mm-hmm. of oj mm-hmm. um this is to me is another one of those perfect songs but i absolutely love this track the video you think is it's amazing perfect? there's so many different there's so many different nuggets in the video i mean the simple fact that yeah, like, the video is great oh, I could, the video itself is worth an hour long discussion, in right. my opinion. I mean, right. all the little different nuggets in there. Yeah. But um, I, I love the track. I, I, could, I can get right into what I think about it, or I can let you guys go. I'm curious to hear what Emma's up thinks of it. Oh, I don't want to go first. But right. um, no, no, I'll, I'll go first. I think, <laughs> uh, I agree. I think it was a, a great, perfect track. I just want to get this out the way. You might, you guys both produce as well. So I feel as if like there has to be some rules around sampling (laughs) Nina Simone. And I think that if there were, if you don't adhere by those rules, you should be adult napped in in stone. (laughs) Did he adhere to the I think he did. Okay. And I I think that like when it comes to sampling Nina, like you have to, like she was big on self-determination. She was big on like just, she was a real artist. I'll tell you what though, you're right. And I think a lot of people sample Nina wrong. It's not easy to sample Nina. If her for cats that produce, like her shit's not it's not easy, right? Like and um I think Kanye is one of the only people who have consistently like done right by her in terms of the way he's chopping shit. I flipped the Nina track here too. I I think I did okay. I have have a question too about this, right? And I can't really I couldn't remember. But I Mm -hmm. felt as if like there was a point in time when she was alive Uh where she was deading sample clearances yeah and then once she passed it was like the floodgates open yep and i also felt as if like that's what also just makes it like this is someone who clearly cared about how her works were used very true so if people are going to sample it you have to you kind of have to still go i see what you're saying you're saying the subject matter has to match what her message but um i think that now actually going to the song i think it's a great song um i think that as a community like we kind of need to hear it from jay right like this is someone who clearly is on at the top right right? so he's saying listen i'm i'm on the top and i'm letting you know Mm. at the end of the day a lot of this stuff doesn't matter yes this is still how you're going to be perceived um and it's funny too because have you guys had heard the edited version no so i was in new york last week and Mm -hmm. they play it with still jigger so like it kind of has uh, the same meaning but it's different because yeah. it's like it's, it's totally different it's, it's yeah. weird yeah. like because jigga's like an era of jay-z for yeah. us right for fans so it's so like, but it was it it, it's, uh, it was really weird to me because it's like but the reason why it doesn't change it completely because it's like rich jigga poor jigga uh, so it's still it's still addressing the fact that he's moved up these levels yeah. but it's still local but it's like internal yes. as opposed to yes. like externally being seen um, as something but yeah i think that it's weird too. i've seen people talk about this song and like black capitalism or whatever yeah. as like an ideology for helping our community or whatever and i felt as if i see how in the verses he's talking about um how like mm. us devoting ourselves to black business you know can right. be helpful but i think that at the end of the day the hook 
kind of takes away from that because he's saying that no matter how much money you make yeah exactly still you're still gonna be perceived that way and i think that mm -hmm. the hook is way more relevant to society than anything else he said in the song personally oh i i think if you if you didn't know that credit was important uh, and you needed jay-z to tell you that i don't think that this is going to change your life so, uh, so i want to speak to that you know, really. so just yeah. in terms of like the larger framework of the album right a lot of people will listen to this album and say you know he's talking about a lot of great things this is what he needs to do he's gonna push the culture jay-z got us to stop wearing throwbacks and i feel <laughs> as if like for people who know these things already or have kind of been in that space it'll be a great reminder right. but if you're 17 listening to little uzi vert you're not yeah. gonna say oh jay-z said that you know what right. i'm gonna go mind my credit i think if anything it'll be more so someone like little uzi vert or someone like yes. chance listening to 444 right. and then them infusing it into their music I in a way that's digestible for for their generation yeah so um, there's there's a meme that's going around and it's saying hey you know what's better than spending two hundred dollars on jay-z Jay Jay tickets, tickets credit, credit right yeah and a lot of folks are even rappers too <laughs> like 50 cent like they were kind of in drake like like making right. fun of jay-z with the, the, money, know, the money thing, thing has become huge and so, i'm like so here's the why? thing though right uh, i was having a conversation with a co-worker about this and he was just like you know other folks have kind of said a similar message and you know yeah. i, I kind of know this shit, this and the other i'm like look jay-z was not talking to me Jay-Z was not talking to Imhotep. He wasn't talking to Yinka. Mm. Jay-Z was talking to these other artists, right? Mm. That's really what he was talking to. Mm. And the, the thing is, is like what he's trying to say, when he's talking about like, I could have bought every, I bought every V12 engine. Let me, I mm. wish I could take it back to the beginning, right? right? He's saying, look, I bought all this shit. It deteriorates in value. Right. Um, it's doing nothing for me. The very next stanza, he's talking about like, I could have bought something for 2 million that's now worth 25 million. Like right. that's something real. He's like, all this, yeah. all this money to your ear stuff. Mm. Money isn't money unless you're getting money back from it. And so when you just you take this stuff and you and you, you throw it out in the strip club, it's like all you're doing is so, wasting it. So I, there's the other thing. Hold no, on, hold on. Let me let me finish real quick. Let me. <laughs> the other thing too. The other thing too is that some folks are criticizing Jay Z, saying, "Oh, well, you did all this shit." But the thing is, right from the very beginning, Jay Z told us. I'm a businessman. His original right. plan was to drop three albums, oh, get his foot in the music world. I'm, I'm at least I'm just saying he said these. He said all these. He things. said Remember? he retired seven times. It doesn't too. matter though. The point right. is, the point is, his whole thing was he was going to be a businessman. So even right. if he did floss, even if he did throw all this money away, right? Like right. he still is he a billionaire yet? He's nah, still yeah, close to becoming that. that. I think yeah. combined they might be together. As a so yeah. that's the point. Like, so fine. He did all these things. He's telling you that it was a mistake. Right. And then he's letting you know, like, like let's let's get here and let's have our money do something for us. Yeah. Anyway, I just, ahead. I mean, I think <laughs> it's something about society and culture in general that people mm -hmm. just want to be contrarian. So it's like Jay Z says this is not cool. So now mm -hmm. you have little boozy and all these yeah. other clowns hop, hopping <laughs> hopping on social media right. and saying i don't have to listen to you and it's like they're like petulant children it makes right. no sense like this There's is someone no trying reason. to help you <laughs> yeah. and you just want to be different and i think yeah. that's also something about just music in general right it's a uh -huh. lot easier to get attention when you troll right uh -huh. like kanye is a troll rapper and like <laughs> people adopt and I, i'm not gonna we can go yeah, down the line. Like, no, we have like people like Prince, though, right? Yeah. Like you do things to be different. Yeah. You can be a great musician, and unfortunately, society will give you more attention when you jump out the window. Right, right? Right. So I feel as if like that's kind of why you had some people just naturally. Mm -hmm. Jay Z would say, "Eat your vegetables and drink water." Oh nah, <laughs> not drinking no water. You Yo, know, the funniest like, thing about it was the the first the first people that came out against him it was like Boozy and a couple other cats, and and they each said like. 
well, we from the South. Yeah. So, you know, that stuff, you know, you, you don't put money to your ear when you're from the from the North. But in the South, we got to do this coon shit. I'm just like, relax, man. It's just not that and serious. Another thing, too, about this song, <laughs> like just to kind of bring that Brooklyn perspective, like to some people in Brooklyn, Jay, Jay-Z is the face of gentrification, unfortunately, mm-hmm. because to some, he was used to sell the stadium. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel as if like it was interesting and I was wondering Mm-hmm. A lot of people were like, a lot of people don't want to hear this from him because of that. And I feel yeah. as if like sometimes we have to give people room for like their uh what's the arc? Like to yeah, come to come around, yeah, right? Yeah. To realize the wrongs that you've made and to grow as a person, right? Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. to knock someone for growing later than we expect them. So are you saying that Jay Z wouldn't clear Brooklyn out for that stadium again? I don't know. Today. I think that I, I, I wonder, think it was uh, I, th- I think it does help signal like the start of the gentrification shit. But go ahead. I wonder mm-hmm. if listening to this song, though, if, mm-hmm. you know, he went into and I think this happens to a lot of people. Right. Like it happened in The Wire with uh, mm-hmm. with um, Stringer. 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 Like, you, oh, yeah. like we think that like we we know what other people are doing. We want to get into these circles, but we're not necessarily learned in these mm-hmm. environments. Yeah, and we got kind of get taken for a loop. Yeah. So Jay-Z probably may have thought. I'm going to get into this. I'm not only going to make some money, of course, but I'm also going to look out for our voice. Yeah. And then whirlwind, next thing you know, yeah, Brooklyn right. looks like Upper West Side. Right. Um, I think it's important, too, because even though it's happening, or it's, it's happened in New York, D.C. is almost a rapper oh, as yeah. well. Oh, God. yeah. You still have places like Detroit where mm. there's maneuvering happening. And then Chicago. you also have places like Philly and Baltimore that are all, that will always be ripe as well. Mm-hmm. So just wondering how, if people listen to this and see how it plays mm. out, kind of if they, if they learn from it. But I think that a lot of people sometimes didn't want to hear stuff like this from Jay-Z because of, um, in Brooklyn at least, because of the gentrification thing. And I, I mean, I, I kind of don't blame him for that because to me that's capitalism. It was going to happen regardless. So, so a point that I wanted to make, which I'm not actually 100% sure that it happens the way it happened without Jay. Okay. But uh, but anyway, a point I wanted to make was um, Jay has a line and kind of a sentiment in the track where he talks about... Um, how he could have bought in in Dumbo, right? Mm-hmm. And he and he didn't buy in Dumbo because he was buying cars or whatever, right. right? And it's funny because Jay is one of the few rappers who have experienced both on records and off off record in his personal life that we've seen in, in you know in articles, um, housing discrimination situations where people didn't want him to buy in their building and mm-hmm. um, you know X Y and Z. And um, it's interesting that he kind of doesn't touch on the nuances of buying because he probably couldn't have bought in Dumbo, like. He the, with what's going on in that area, what's been going on in that area. It depends I mean, on the time. It it it's it's there, there's a reason. Like he he does say we say like you know is what what's the deal with Jewish people own all of the all like that's not a coincidence. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And be and careful though, we don't want to get sued by the defamation society. I'm not defaming anybody. I, I'm actually <laughs> neither was Jay, yeah, but he's still right. getting sued or whatever. Oh, yes, it must, it must nah. have has no words for the record. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't have the enough smart guy in the room. I don't have enough bread for them to come after me, man. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, um, I, I just, you know, there's a, a whole lot more to, hey, let's buy property than, hey, let's buy property. So I'm going to say for Jay-Z, from the time that he had money as a New Yorker, that wouldn't necessarily hold to be true. Um, because the neighbors, that, the neighbors that he's talking about that have changed over are places where black people did own. Mm. Um, it's just that a lot of times black people sold. 
and they were taking yeah, but they when they when of. they sold and those neighborhoods turned over, it became difficult for black owners to buy back into those neighborhoods. No, I wouldn't say that. No, I wouldn't say that. No, not not. We're talking. If we're talking Bed Stuy. Okay, Coon Donald Hill. Trump is the president, and we've seen. You know, it's evidenced in his history situations where he made it difficult, where they didn't want to lend to black people. They didn't want to sell to black people. So are we trying to pretend like that's not the history of this country and the present of this country? It's different people. Right. So I'm talking like I'm honestly like that's another conversation. I'm trying to hold Mm -hmm. Jay-Z accountable. Okay. My family owns property in Clinton Hill. Right. I know people who own property in Bed-Stuy and who have bought property in Bed-Stuy post-2008. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, what really speaks, and I'm not, I'm not one of those people, but in this situation, a lot of times what's happening is that cold, hard cash is what's um, leading to these transactions, mm-hmm. right? So also, too, there's two different sides of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we're talking about, there's a difference between commercial real estate and non-commercial real estate. So right. I, I, am, I am talking to non-commercial real estate. So speaking right. to non-commercial real estate, I think JT could have got busy. Speaking mm-hmm. to commercial real estate, I mm-hmm. think that that's a situation where he would have had to go to banks and it would have been a, a lot more of just a corporate endeavor. Right. And I could see where you're coming from. So I will I yeah. will say that. I think that when it comes to... Because you stabbed on over Charlie Baltimore <laughs> might be a problem in terms of buying into certain buildings. But also, I mean, who's smarter situation. though? Who's smarter? Get a, get a, uh, get a straw man? Yeah, you get a straw man? Yeah, no, you can. You get you know, but, but no, one, it, no one knows. But also, it's, un- too, I think- it's unfortunate that you have to get a straw man when somebody who you know sexually assaults people publicly can become the president Fun and buy whatever fact. they want. Fun fact. So, uh, but I mean, we don't have to go down that, that path. We can we can keep going track for track. So, so we we like the story of OJ. Um, we like the I, I like it as well. I have a question though. How do you guys think? Like, where do you think this song will fall? Discography all time. Like, will, will the this, song? Yes, because the next song actually to me is something I said. It's not skippable, mm. but it's not playlistable either. Mm. So I want to know how you guys feel about story of OJ. Will it? Will you get tired of hearing it? Um, I haven't gotten tired of hearing it yet. Okay. Oh, I think I will. One thing too. I think. I think think as art, as art. I don't know about as popularity, but as art, Mm -hmm. it cements itself because of that video. That video. Yeah. No. Definitely. I think that video. There's there's some things that I there's some things I have to talk about with the video, but you you're gonna have a point there. Um, wanted to say, oh, most deaf Mr. Nigger. I didn't Mm -hmm. think about that until like Mm -hmm. two days ago. Yeah. Very very similar songs, right. very similar topics. Of course, Mosef is telling a story. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but sit down in my seat too. Seat. Also, I think too, that, and that's the difference too about hearing it from Jay Z though, right? Is that yeah, right. Mosef is like You're a right. guy, like we don't think you have any money. Yeah. Right. Jay Z is saying, like, listen, I'm about to be a billionaire, and right. I'm letting you know that the way that this system is set up, mm. it doesn't matter. Yeah. You could have almost all the money in the world, yeah. and it's not going to make a difference. So I think mm. also too, I think that the next thing Jay Z should be telling us is what what we should be doing because clearly, <laughs> clearly, just getting money and working hard and you know buying into the American dream. American uh, myth, whatever you want to call it, may not be the answer uh-huh. because we're still going to be treated like. So do we? Do we know that Jay has that answer? I don't for think us? so. Not yet. He's probably going to yeah. be ten years behind. But yeah. um, can't blame him. Also, too, yeah. we have to. We can't. We can't expect everything from everybody. He. Right. I think he. I think he did a lot. Yo, I definitely agree, and I, I think you know that's that's a, a a key point here, right? Is is that Jay is a is a a pretty you know. He keeps things to himself. He's not like a out there showy type of guy. So I think we got a lot of introspection, whether you believe it's true introspection or not, from Jay more than maybe we've gotten. I have a question. If you you guys are artists, would you would you be front and center (laughs) just telling everything? I know I would be very 
when I express myself through art, I'm very guarded. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know me, for the time, like, I always got heat for wearing my emotions on my sleeve. I don't do that as much anymore, but I mean, like, I let people know how I think. I let people know how I think on this podcast. I think as an as an artist, I tend to be default to being more guarded, but I think some of my best art, like, even to, to this very day, the song Akata that I have that I'm, I've made back in college, like, is most people's, like, one of their favorite songs for me. So I think with records that I, I actually do, like, open up, I think people appreciate those more. So, I mean, Outlaw can speak to the fact that yeah. he's asked me about appearing on multiple uh, episodes of the podcast. And I've been like, eh, I might get in trouble. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm, I am very guarded with my thoughts and emotions. And I think that especially too, once you're, you know, opening up yourself to yeah. the larger masses, I think that there's a lot of dangers in that. I mean, no, I mean there's, there's even a song, I think, I'm not sure which one it is. Jay-Z said, I'm, you know, I might get killed for this, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. there's a danger in sharing truth. I think what what I always tell myself and, and outlaw with the podcast whenever we have these conversations, that, eh, should we do that? I'm like, ain't nobody listening to us anyway. So good, <laughs> yet, let's do yet, it. Yet. But then, <laughs> I was just but then, twenty yeah. years from now, when they go back right, to the yeah, files like, and you're talking scoop. wild greasy, yeah, yeah, and we're sitting here good. praising Pimp C, they're gonna be like, um, they're gonna be like, yeah. remember yeah. when you <laughs> you can't buy in Dumbo, young man? Copping, yeah, please. Uh, before we move on, I want to yeah. talk about just the video a little bit. And like mm-hmm. I said, there's a bunch of little nuggets in there. But I think what I appreciated most was when they're talking about they 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 show uh, you know the style of it is obviously like a vintage style so we don't you know that's that's obvious but I mm. like how they show um, like black people were putting in work and then mm. it goes into the factory and then out comes like clan members right? right it was just like yo this system right this system that you know was America was basically breeding this hate and, and, and contempt for us while yeah. at the same time using us. I also like there was a nugget um, where he says, and I try not to use this word on podcast because mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want white people to hear me use this word, but this is one of the few <laughs> times I will say it, uh, at least for this song. But when he says like me and my, uh, it's like, what does he say? Um, uh, you and your niggas still taking advances. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and my niggas uh, taking real chances. Like right. while he's doing that, yeah. he while he's saying that, he's in the slave ship, uh-huh. and you can see like the 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 slaves, you know, in shackles and stuff. It's just like right, you right. guys are out here taking advances, thinking you're going someplace, right? right? Like you're you're you know you're in the water, you're in your boat, you're moving to someplace, but you're still you're going there in chains, right. and then you pop out with a smile on your face like he does in the video, right. and then it's like boom, like you're right there, like your freedom is isn't there. Yeah. I really really like that part. Is that a double entendre without the video to you? Um, because he's talking about music advances too, right? Like when you sign a contract, you get yeah. an advance. No, yeah. that's what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, like, yeah. Would, would you have caught that? Like when you probably not. I wouldn't probably have caught that video. Um, and yeah. the, the one of the other things that I like the most is when he it's like to put it's it's this progression of the Sambo character, right? And at mm-hmm. the end of the char- at the end of the video, the character gets hung, and they oh, show wow. a picture of it with the boy looking back and smiling. And I fucking love that moment mm-hmm. because. If there is anything that, if there's any photo that I would love <clears throat> to show a white person, just to mm-hmm. show them just how fucked up the whiteness mentality was in this mm-hmm. country, is pictures of people, people of lynch mobs, lynches. of of showing showing black people hung from a tree, burned and crisped, and all this and other women stuff, and, and white people looking watching. back at the camera with smiles on their fucking faces. That shit is real. You don't believe me? Go find it on the internet. And like <laughs> to have that in the video, I was like, yes, yeah. thank you, thank you. And I'm sure there's a bunch of people who probably aren't going to pick up on it. I don't care. I saw it. I got yeah. it. Ah, love that video. <laughs> it's a great video. Um, And in, in some ways, uh, as a piece of art, I think it's 
better than the album, right? Like I like I think that it's just there's just so much to it, and it's something that like like one of the things I love about a Prince Among Thieves by by Prince Paul, which I always mm-hmm. tell you is one of my favorite albums, is like every time I go back and listen to it, like I feel like I take something different away from it, and I think that this video is like something that you can take something different oh, yeah. away from each time right, we're watching it. I think. The video made me think of like uh, I'm gonna mispronounce the name, but Chinua Chebe when he was yeah. like uh, art for art's sake is the deodorized the, the dog shit. Like <laughs> this was art in its truest sense because not only are we getting J flow uh, lyricism wordplay, but we're mm-hmm. also getting like important content right. that's mm-hmm. highly relevant. Yeah. Um, also, kind of felt a little bad for OJ too because yeah, you know? OJ got killed, and it's funny because I remember mm-hmm. when okay. when Nas kind of did something similar. Uh, what was the, the name of that song? He had that song on Streets Disciple where he was calling people coons. It was like it was athletes. I'm trying to remember who all it was. Oh. You, y'all remember that? Uh, Came out when we were at UVA. I might need a bar too. Yeah, I don't even remember oh. off the top of my head, but um, I remember. It was a big deal. Like everybody was like, "Yo, he I don't, called I don't, these I don't two or three people out." Um, but this is like, this song is better than that song one. Mm-hmm. Um, two, the it's just it's just so relevant to everything that like this is this becomes a, a, a conversation piece more so than just the fact that he called out OJ, right? Like yeah, that's just like it's way bigger. It's way, it's way bigger, bigger than OJ. that, right? That's just it's like a, a side point. But OJ also and, um, is like probably will become slang for if, if he wasn't if his name wasn't slang for being a sellout already <laughs> now it definitely will be i would Yo, have a question too though to you uh, colin kaepernick helped out with that but i'll get back to that in a second go ahead yeah. is okay okay the simplest best bar of all time it might be uh, it might <laughs> be it might be, uh, it might be. i really was like okay. i'm like this, is this my favorite bar of the album? <laughs> let, me like, let me tell you anytime you're out with, with your folk and someone says uh, something questionable you're just gonna be like Okay. okay. It's it's the pregnant pause though. The pregnant pause yeah. is what makes that of course, shit of incredible. Course. Like of course. It's just, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Don't fuck with me. It made me feel yeah, bad about yo. That line is crazy. Go uh, play the quarters. Go play the, the quarters with a butler's be. I'm gonna play, play the, the corners with a hustler's be. That's old J right there. Please don't die over that neighborhood. <laughs> That your mama renting. Yeah. Take your drug money and buy the neighborhood. That's how you rinse it. Anyway. Um, so what I was going to say about, about Ka- Kaepernick, though, in the sense skip that, this work meeting. Well, right, what I was going to say about that, though, is that uh, with the whole OJ thing, Cam Newton kind of took some flack last summer because, first of all, a, a couple years ago. He deserves it. Well, a couple of years ago, a couple of years ago, <laughs> he tried to play the race card, probably rightfully yeah, so, saying, yeah. you know, he was being targeted and, and, and he wasn't like, getting the calls serious? and he was trying to, you know, say it was because, you know, his color of his skin, all that stuff. And, right. you know, we're like, yeah, we get it, you know, whatever. <laughs> and then he says later, when all this Kaepernick controversy is, 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 you know, hitting the media rounds, he's like, well, I can't believe that we're having this many disagreements over something that's, that's a, an, an eighth of an inch thick. He's like, you know, why can't we all just get along? All lives right. matter. All, all this other fucking matter. bullshit. There's a reason, next thing you know. There's a reason why, though. Did you hear what happened? What happened? The Panthers hired a consultant to work with him on rehabbing his image after the first uh, episode you, you spoke about. And it was actually a Republican such and such. Uh, what is it? Mm. Responsibility politics. So but, they, but he had been on respectability politics respectability. before that. But I think it's 
once you find out that like they hired someone to yeah. to coach him, and then it's like, who do you serve at this point, right? But like that, serve? but it was but weird. that was why it was so, not opinion. That not was opinion. why it was so weird when he did say when he did finally say like, oh, I'm not, you know X Y Z people don't like me because I'm black. Whatever. Everybody was like, okay, like where where have you been? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you've been on the other side of this issue for so long. To, to tie it back to OJ though, there was a there was a meme, not a meme, just an image that I actually posted on my Facebook where they show cam newton's face mm. and then like four frames later it's transitioned into oj <laughs> and uh I, and you know what I, f- I found it i'm not sure if someone just sent it to me but i was talking about this and then someone sent it to me and then i posted it but yeah uh, anyway um yeah i don't rock with cam like that anymore but, uh, just, well, yeah, yeah. Keep it funky. so but, uh, at this point we'll probably move on to the next track yeah, i mean i will also say though that oj oj got hit with one of the the most epic makeup calls of all time from the justice system. Oh. They were like, you gonna kill a white woman and think you gonna get away with it? All right, fam, we got you. <laughs> you might be getting out soon though, you heard, right? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. We'll see. I mean, but that's, I mean, I can't, I don't wanna get into OG, OJ stuff, but to go to jail for stealing back your own stuff is <laughs> a, a, a raw deal. Like, that's the most ultimate like, makeup call of all time. And they, they were like, throw the book at him. Yeah, <laughs> no, they gave him they gave him years equating to the money that he owed the Goldstein family or whatever. It was like 33 yeah, was point whatever million dollars is what he owed, uh-huh. but he never paid any of it, so they got him 33 point wow. whatever I years. mean, but if anything, he was probably trying to steal his stuff back his, to, to his get the money to them. memorabilia. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that man. was a raw deal. All right. So uh next track, Smile. Yeah, Smile. Um, beautiful song. Yeah. Love the sample. And uh I love I don't know, just the whole thing about like his mom. Like I listened to that a couple times and mm-hmm. when I actually understood what it was going on, the second mm-hmm. time I listened to it, and I was just listening to her poem, like yeah. I, my my eyes widened a little bit. Just mm-hmm. because I never I one either didn't know that it was not public, like that mm. she wasn't out with it. Like I never knew that she never really experienced like intimate love, like in a relationship before. Like I didn't at least not, know she was she was gay before. The, the, the rumors this. to her being gay, they've been out for a while though, right? Oh, I just uh, what's up? Uh, I'd never. Heard I've that. heard like jokes, but I never. I didn't know that. I didn't think it was credible. So yeah. So either way, for them to come out like that, and then for her to share that on the track, I mean, mm. I thought that was a very touching moment. Yeah. Um, like I said, the. Uh, I don't know. It's just a really good song, but yeah. you have more thoughts about you know the the, yeah. the lyrics in general. I mean, track. you know, I, I I'm glad that we were able to have that touching moment, but I just want to talk about the third verse of Smile. That shit was just like vintage Jay Z. I mean, about when it. he said something about uh, respect the Elohim, I'm yeah. like, oh my god, it's five, Jay. Five percent of Jay, uh, <laughs> he's back. Yeah, I'm like, this is Jay. This is Jay taking his chain off and putting it on Jay Electronica's neck. Like this is this is Jay. J, you know what I'm saying? That that verse was like it, it woke me up because like I said again, like the first joint, the first verse was or first song was a little <laughs> jarring. Second song, I liked what it was about, but it was like it wasn't the J flow yet. Fair, fair. That third verse was like, oh, oh, Jay's still here. Like, you know what I mean? So I heard story of OJ, I think before I heard the album. Okay. I'm not sure how that happened. No, because so, of the video. You probably saw the video first. So the mm. the first song, I'm like, okay, where's the flow? Then when you hear the <laughs> second song, it's like you kind of it's not within the album because you already heard it. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I kind of yeah, skipped yeah. that, and I'm like, oh my god, what's going on? Like right. Jay's off beat, and I'm like, people are gonna be texting me talking trash. Right. <laughs> Jay lost like, his flow. I gotta also, defend like, this. Nas had that Khaled song like a week before, Yo, where he was completely completely yeah. off beat. So I'm like, the old dudes are losing it. <laughs> <laughs> but then. 
the third verse. I'm yeah. like, ah, right. Yeah, the moment to the, right. I'm but, in the car and I'm just like, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? But <laughs> I want to go back, though, and this is something you guys might be able to relate to. Uh-huh. When the beat first dropped, so Songs in the Key of Life, I'm a huge Stevie Wonder fan, like yeah. probably even maybe bigger than Jay. Yeah. Um, So when the beat dropped, I'm like, oh, really? This is a song you guys are going to sample? And then, and then that bass like, line hits. It's, it sounds like a, a dorm, a college dorm beat to a certain degree, right? Like, hear me out, hear me out, right? So, okay. number one. I know what he's talking about. I know he's talking about Outlaw, because Outlaw was the one who was making beats in the dorm. I made little beats in the dorm, too. There's a few attributes that make it very telling, right? Number one, you sampled the first 45 seconds of the track. Yo, yo, yeah, yeah. But everybody knows that the first 45, that's what's the hot part. A lot of times, there's no drums. So, it's a lot of easy. You don't have to really cut around it i'm right, lazy so right, I'm not, you don't have I'm to not, build, deal with the vocal i'm yeah. not putting that much yeah. time into uh, no and, so. and, and a lot of those vintage tracks from back in the day like you would have a song that sounded one way but like the first 15 yeah. seconds yeah. would sound like i don't know what happened to i don't know what you guys were doing but this first 15 seconds sounds completely different but this joint is yeah. like the yes. fire part right, fun right. facts fun facts so then then it's like you take this beautiful, clean Stevie Wonder song, and then we get this dirty <laughs> trap, 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 like trap. I was like, "What is going on?" You but didn't like it? I do. Okay, <laughs> but also, but what's kind of saved it for me, beat wise, was I love how raw the hook is. Yeah. Like it sounds like smile. It sounds yeah. like he did it over like a jail phone. Like when Shine was doing like jail oh, verses. Oh man, I hated those all of them. Because the beat, he's off beat. The flow yeah, is off. But like yeah. for this. It, it was perfect. Also, too, I feel as if, like, one thing you guys haven't really touched on, uh-huh. I really think that in a weird way, the original sample kind of ties into the way Jay-Z used it. And a lot of times, mm-hmm. people don't really do that. And right. I think yeah, Jay, Jay with samples, I'm not so sure, but Jay mm-hmm. is also someone who's very, like, well-known for, like, getting on a remix mm-hmm. and rapping about something completely <laughs> different. <laughs> and it's, like, really annoying a lot of times. Like, even, like, as a yeah. Jay fan, it's like, oh, Jay rapped on that song? So, like, you're thinking you're going to get a great, a great verse about this. And he's rapping about, like, some new shoes and a vacation he took. And it's like, right, right. dude, the song is about, like, A, right. you're rapping about, like, like yeah. like in what world is that okay? And I think I think the dipset to to what you're talking about. I think dipset were the people who made it like where people don't even think about what the sample's about anymore. Yeah, like of course. like once dipset yeah. came out, they were rapping about whatever the fuck over any sample. They they didn't care. Then everybody kind of didn't care anymore. Yeah, but I think that like, and this is weird. And this is kind of a reach. This is a little bit of a reach. But like, so in this Stevie song, it's like love's in need of love, right? It's so like mm-hmm. people don't think about the fact that like this concept of love also needs to have something given back to it. Mm-hmm. So like when he talks about his mom, it's like a lot of times like we sometimes overlook the care that our parents need. Right? Right. Like we don't think about like, like they're gods to us to a certain extent, yeah, right? So yeah. we don't think about the fact that they also have their own problems as well. So uh-huh. for him to take that time out and like to address her mm-hmm. and to give her credit and think about like what she's been through and like, mm-hmm. you know, this amazing actor she had to be. Like that really kind of like tied back into the original song. So, so to what degree do we give No ID uh, props for for some of that? I don't know if you guys have read the articles, but essentially, I haven't read them. I posted some of them, but uh, essentially, No ID hung out with Jay Z like at his house for like a month, and then they they did they did the album, and he said that like the 444 samples very specifically he sampled that song specifically because he wanted him to talk about infidelity gotcha and like he like certain samples he took specifically to have jay talk about specific subject matter. i mean the nina the the yeah. going back to the story of oj i yeah. mean he did take the nina sample and right. even though that that's not 
that particular song for women yeah for women mm-hmm. right yeah doesn't necessarily talk about the things that jay talks about on the story of oj yeah. it's still a political my song skin is black i mean, yeah. I mean yeah. he, he also took i think to me i think about like nina i think about like mississippi goddamn like she took a chance yeah and she did not care right, right. and nina. i think that story of oj is a very unsafe song like mm-hmm. he for the most part his life is not like ours right, right. He he's not going to be bootlegged by the police, right? Like he may get done dirty by the courts, but even still, he has long money. Lawyers probably look out for him, right? So right. it's like he didn't have to make that song, right? And I'm not saying he took anywhere as close to a risk as the risk that Nina took. Like right. Nina's like OG deity of she like is great artists taking a risk and taking yeah. a chance for that's what we love for our yeah. for our people. But yeah, I mean, I think I think he did he did kind of do do justice. I would I would say. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you guys. I feel as if like smile to me on a like a in terms of like principles of like coping with life and like mm-hmm. just positive outlook. I think this might be one of Jay Z's best songs in terms of like he's talking about like smiling, right? Like it's mm-hmm. a coping mechanism, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. no matter what you go through, smile. And I think also too he's talking in the third verse. It gets into about you know freedom, right? right. Happiness. Yeah. Um, and I think that like for him. It wasn't in like the typical Jay Z way, right? Of like, I used to be poor, now I have money. Right. right. Like, this is more of like not of. It wasn't superficial to me. Mm-hmm. It was very like substantive. I I felt. Um, mm. But as I said before, definitely not skippable, but not playlistable either. Um, yeah. I don't think a lot of these tracks are. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I, I, this isn't a but very playlistable album, gotcha. but I mean, which is but one that of the might reasons why I'm, I'm happy it's so short. Right, yeah. and and that's another thing we didn't talk about. I think that how concise it is is what one of the things that makes it a great album did you guys hear the the extended the next three songs i actually didn't get a chance to hear i I I downloaded it but i didn't listen to it the only one i listened to and this is a very embarrassing thing to say is i heard the blue freestyle Uh Uh, (laughs) oh is that a i actually somebody just played wasn't there a track dedicated to his dad or something uh adness or whatever that was the one that they advertised that that uh, one that one is on the if you like there's an a extended version going around that's like three or four cuts yeah the blue freestyle so yeah it wasn't on title oh it was on apple i think so Uh. maybe it's on title now but um yeah i had to suffer through actually let me not even throw a shot at blue because then she might diss me on the track (laughs) Um, yo man i think if blue got if blue got bars like that now you know i mean i I mean it definitely is probably better than Lil yachty i'm gonna put it out there (laughs) right so i mean (laughs) yeah like so but uh not that so so speaking of which before we leave that topic the other other blue freestyle how long is it do you think before every producer in the game takes the that acapella chops it up and puts their own beats behind it and puts it back out Mm, you just i think honestly i think you just gave them that idea because it's (laughs) it's very hard to listen to so like the time that you would have to take to sit there and Mm. continuously listen to her (laughs) Uh, you, you know what though you just don't like so kids. this is no nah, but this is how you could tell that Imhotep mm-hmm. might have dabbled in beats but Imhotep uh-huh. didn't really get invested trust me <laughs> every single producer who is who is fucked around with sampling and looping uh-huh. and NPCs or whatever has sat there for hours uh, yep. with, the, with the beat that was not very good <laughs> trying to find they could hear something in it uh-huh. and they just couldn't really but they, and just yeah. and just fucked around for like hours just trying to put yeah. something but together. you were doing it you were doing it for the art and for the glory if you mm-hmm. did it that way you'd be doing it for the trolling and that that's, <laughs> a, that's it's, it's 2017 the, the trolling fuel. is all that it's all that's left it's, it's, it's trolling, not like, it's trolling real fuel though 
Can it motivate you? Yeah. yeah. Because no press is bad press in 17. Because if y'all remember, y'all remember when the black album acapellas came out and Mm -hmm. there was a white album, a gray album, a blue album. album. It's an amazing piece of music, by the way. Danger Mouse. Which one was uh, Ninth Wonder? Did he do one? Uh, he no, did. he did, did do one. Did a, he did a track. Oh, he did on the. It. He did the. Um, he, he did, did the, the Godson one. He, oh, he did Godson. Yeah. Did, was that was that first? I feel like that might have set the tone then. Maybe. I think it was God's stepson or something yeah, like that. Was, I think. Oh, I never. I never heard that. Yeah, it was, it was and then it. and that was around the same time. And then the J joint came out, and then da- uh, Danger Mouse or uh, there was, was a Danger Mouse one. There was a Fela one too. I think. No, nah, yeah. Fela was for American Gangster. Ah, you're right. Yeah, it was. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Tangent. So, so we like smile. We like smile. <laughs> All right. So then, the next track is uh, uh, "Caught Their Eye." Oh, yo! Yeah. So this sample is one of my favorite samples. I I heard when I first heard this song, this old Baltimore record. Um, I really, really wanted to make a beat with it. I think I toyed with a beat, and it, and it wasn't good. And I just never recorded to it. And then I heard the sample on a game mixtape. Um, and I think whatever producer did that game, the game song, it wasn't great either. Uh, I really think they did the sample justice. I thought the beat was tight. I have a question. How do you guys feel about all of these samples in the album that we've heard before? I don't care. You didn't care? The only one no. I cared, I really cared about was actually the, um, what's the La 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 joint? The Moonlight. Moonlight. And the only reason was, and I, I maybe I should wait till we get wait, there. Moonlight wait, Moonlight is the name wait. of the, no, what's the name of the actual sample though? It's called. Oh, it's Fuji La. It's Fuji La. And it, it sounded like it though. I know the vocal does, but the, the Nas, filter Nas, like Nas and Khaled so just Nas used that last year, and it was way right, better. So we want, okay, I thank you. Can we go there? All right, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. I just want to say I lost my mind when I first heard that song. Like I was throwing stuff in my house. I agree. So we'll get we'll get there. So right now, like that beat when and then Khaled tried to sabotage the video. Anyway, my bad. We'll caught in their eyes. So so caught in their eyes. I thought the beat was dope. Um, Frank Ocean on the hook. Uh, another another glue guy. We talked about him on the episode with Panama. Uh, I, I think he always contributes, you know, dope stuff to what he mm-hmm. does, and, and I think he was dope on, on the song too. Um, you know, I know you have some questions to ask in terms of like the whole Prince situation. Yes. So, do you, do you think it's just sour grapes? I feel I feel uh, as if it's hard for it not to come off as sour, sour grapes. grapes right? I so agree. Even though I feel as if like the way he, the way he spit about it, to me was appropriate in terms of mm-hmm. a conversation or an interview. Right. But then once you lay it on a track, there was a, yeah. a little bit of saltiness. But he gave it. us context. He said, hey, I had a conversation with the guy before he died, yeah, which, I, which I didn't that's, I don't know if that Only really one person could speak, right. exactly. speak to and that. Exactly. That's right. him trying to throw out like the disclaimer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, like yeah. I cover my, my, my he corners He knows head. that if he didn't say that, it yeah. would have been more of a problem. Right. But yeah, if it, I, didn't, if it didn't say that, I would have been like, you saw But there was one part too that just, that whole Slave Masters part just makes it it kind of like makes it bigger than, yeah. than yeah. like like it was just it was, it's just it was, commerce. It was just so poetic to me the fact that he was oh. able to flip what Prince did yeah. into like masters to the masters. Right. Um, well, something even I though that's something that's that's flipped a lot in hip hop. But I'm a slave a slave to a label, but I own my masters. I mean, it's it's spit but about all the time. the person who put slave on their forehead? Yeah, and on their up right. And, in public with that right but that just makes it that much easier to make a that, metaphor that, is, that, that people that are, are already doing what, one thing i, I, I want to say briefly on that and you kind of you kind of touched on it when you were talking about um how dangerous the story of oj is is it one thing that i like in general about this album is it, it's really for black people like right it's like he doesn't even mention donald trump 
on this album at all and a time when a lot of other people might be referencing that's that fair. kind of thing that's low hanging fruit. That. this this album is for black people and it's unapologetically for for black people and right. i don't think any other opinions really matter yeah and and that grand scheme of things so yeah. but but that it kind of goes to you know to that point so i think i mean for this song i liked i liked the vibe mm-hmm. um i didn't really love the lyrics to be honest i yeah. think the lyrics to me kind of like eh. but yeah. i really like the vibe i like the hook the hook made me like want to like do a little seawalk yeah. in the crib <laughs> I'm, I'm like oh is this a certified gangsters jim jones <laughs> now we got jay using jim jones uh, uh, but it was like i liked his like little yeah. flow like his I really, melody i was yeah. really feeling that part and the beat the beat definitely has some bounce oh, like yeah. so that are that, you guys familiar with that sample Mm-mm. i might need to hear it it's it's a beautiful song he's it's actually yeah, sad man. though because it's uh it's it's called oh baltimore and he's basically talking about how baltimore is just such a terrible place to live <laughs> and he's like saying you know oh baltimore ain't it hard just to live i think the first bar of the song is uh hooker on the corner uh waiting for the train like he's talking about you know heroin needles in the street uh i mean he's just talking about he's who's painting the, the picture of who is it? And when was it released? I want to say it's like Al Green or something. It's a it's really? like a seventies uh seventies mm. song. Yeah. Uh it's a, a really, really dope song. I have to find it and send it to y'all. But that sample might get touched yeah. again. What what it's, I will say about Prince though, uh not in necessarily in fairness to the folks who, you know, did to Prince's music what they did, but in mm-hmm. in fairness to the situation though. I have heard Prince acknowledge the fact that after he after he passes away, mm-hmm. and this is before any of us knew he was sick, I don't even think he had that in mind. Right. So I think that he was thinking about, you know, 20, 30 years down the road. Mm-hmm. But he acknowledges the fact that, yes, like when he passes away, he knows someone is going to do things with his music that right. were against his wishes. It, he knows that people are going to release music that he didn't want to release. Right. And he's just kind of come to grips with that. But it yeah. was so it was so flagrant though, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is a man who yeah. would go around talking about <clears throat> the ills of the music industry. I feel as if like a lot of his shit was on Spotify yeah, like, like, if you in less than a month but even, after like, he passed. Like YouTube though, like it was, I thought you said it was on uh, on Apple. It was on Spotify now too. I think so. No, but right? even like even YouTube, like you would want to hear or see a Prince video or song, you could yeah. not go to YouTube. Yeah. Was, you can't even buy that was, shit on Amazon. There was nothing. There was nothing there and he would yeah. but he would this is someone who would communicate why he would let right, you know right. so for him to pass away and yeah. literally like within weeks or months hit like for them to just go against his wishes mm-hmm. to me it was Love very it, it every album is on spotify yeah right? it definitely made me feel made me feel away also, i do, do kind of want to listen to some of them jokes, <laughs> for prince too right i think this is like something that people don't give him credit for uh-huh. he properly maneuvered the music industry and yeah. he for the most part always won even from like from the he beginning he learned hard lessons though i don't i'm not sure he did right because i heard i heard i heard rumors about like prince having a connect with like the mob in the beginning and because mm-hmm. of that he was able to make sure that his 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 uh his contracts were straight from the jump. So off the jump, off the rip, he came out as someone who wasn't like getting taken advantage of. And I think yeah. that for him, but like, like the whole changing his name situation. I think that, but that was something where he just had higher expectations, right? Like, but he he also did the Michael Bolton uh, thing, which is like um, release an album of filler music just to try to get out of an album obligation. But but think about that um, though, right? Like that's someone who's saying the way that this system is set up is not for me i'm not i'm going i'm not going along with it right? but it's a blatant fuck you but it's like the fact that you have to do a fuck you means okay that that's you're, true you know what i'm saying but i feel as if he was as honest about it everyone yeah. else we don't even know no, he's like a we, we probably have favorite albums that yeah. are filler albums <laughs> <laughs> like, or we probably have 
we probably have favorite album that was that were made by artists that we love. I, I and they will make, say they didn't make any money off. I of will it. say if you're reading this by Drake, it, to me is one of his better albums, even though supposedly that oh. was to get out of his Cash Money album. But then he ended up re-upping anyway, right? So uh, what do you mean? Oh, I think he signed, he signed back with them. So yeah, I don't yeah. know why he did that, but whatever. Birdman's a priest, moans in his synagogue. Well, let's let's stick to real artists. Though. All right, <laughs> <laughs> shots fired. Shots fired. Bow, 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 bow. So right. we're gonna go into this so, the, the the big one, the one that the big one that can I go first? I have very little to say, if you don't mind. Four four four, go four forty four. And we'll tap, let's hear it. So I have nothing to say about this song. <laughs> to me, it's kind of not to and for me personally, uh-huh. it wouldn't feel right to critique the song because uh-huh. it's like it's like if Outlaw said I wrote a love letter for my wife <laughs> and I'm like Oh well, the grammar. Yeah, the, 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 gra- the grammar's a little bit off, and you know, I think, I think you should maybe use this word instead. Like, it's not, it's not necessarily to be judged. Like, it really is just pure uh, art, and I think that, like, I'm thankful that in some way this song might make people cherish their relationships more. Uh, sure. It might make people think about... Did you like the song? Like, do you enjoy listening to it? Uh, not particularly. Like, it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's cool. It's, it's okay. I, I enjoy. I enjoy listening to it in the context of the album. Like when right. I when I'm probably with the exception of like the story of OJ, Family mm-hmm. Feud, um, mm-hmm. Bam. Like I'm probably not going to listen to too many of these tracks on their own. Mm-hmm. But when I'm listening to the entire album, I'm gonna listen to it without skipping anything. Right. I want to say one thing though to the, to Jay Z personally. This song does not undo all of the other songs <laughs> exactly. that you've, that you've exactly. made uh, that have led us astray, right? So right. it's like exactly. the scoreboard right. right now is probably like 36 to 5. Like <laughs> We so, were talking about yeah, that like, on, the, on, the, on the Blueprint 2 episode okay, where I was like, it. all these songs, is like there's so many hoes so in here yeah, yeah. and all these songs. You, you single-handedly introduced Hard Dick and Bubblegum to many a men's lexicon. You're well, the reason well, why before, people are, Before when it was just in New York yeah. with Big L. People aren't yeah. getting, people are, a lot of women aren't getting fed on dates because of you, Jay. So... <laughs> You know, this song, yeah. you kind of move the ball a little bit, but you have a lot of work to do. You have a lot of work to do. But I do feel as if, like, I even talked to some people who are like, you know what? You're right. Like, I can't I can't be out here cheating like that because, you know, my daughter, like, blah, 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 blah. And, like, yeah, it's, no, it's but, sad that this yeah. song made them think that. But. From the perspective of infidelity, again, you talk about how, you know, Jay is somebody who, who can transform culture in his own way. Um, And I think, you know. Even though I, I don't really like this song, um, I, I you know the the beat is just I don't okay like the to video. me. The that song, video makes there's no a video. Fun. Yo, you don't oh need God, to watch it. So watch I'm going to not. I don't love the video, but as someone who visits the end of the internet every day, it really, <laughs> Basically, that's what it is. Yeah, World Star mixtape. It, it spoke to me because I, I understood every <laughs> reference. Like he had the lem- the leprechaun meme in like Alabama. Like he just had like <laughs> all this random like gifts that we've been watching like the last uh, eight years and it kind of do confirmed. they relate to the song uh i don't know i don't i don't like uh, exactly i was so, gonna say because if you're going to sit here and and tell us how these random things relate to the I song i was gonna let you speak i'd probably like go to the bathroom or something because i don't actually need honestly to so i wasn't it would be hard because i'd have to continue listening to the song <laughs> which is like i told you like i like yeah. the song yeah, i'm yeah, thankful yeah. that he shared yeah. i think he showed that like it's okay to be vulnerable like uh-huh. this is art in its purest form i can't critique it it's uh-huh. it's it's not to be critiqued yeah. but i can't i can't like so i, I, I think that like i think that. that this was this was the closest thing to a lemonade response that we got on the mm-hmm. album which is an awful I, song by the i way. really don't <laughs> i really don't care about Wait, off, off an album i don't like the lemonade song or the one that like what was the single album. lead single from the lemonade album i don't did they have they, one yeah there was they played on the or radio hold up or something all the time hold on 
Hold, hold up is my joint. Yeah, that joint rocks. It wasn't hold up. Hold uh, up. I'll Google you guys. All right. So yeah, so the, you know, um, this song, you know, it kind of directly addresses all this stuff about infidelity. I, I think it's positive that you know he he kind of gave us some cool one liners that are like you know the the never go Eric Benet stuff <laughs> and you know all all the. All of these things that are like kind of quotables but about the flow and delivery being, on that line to me, like I agree. Oh, yeah, it was like off. that's not you, Jay. Like, like <laughs> that was, was that wasn't like even yeah. SoundCloud. That was like MySpace rapper. Like what, like what that was a real player. Think, you ripped out on real player. Even matter though. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it, because I, I'm sorry, I said I can't critique it. It's a love letter. My bad. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I, right. I don't think that stuff matters because, like, I, man, I don't. I'm gonna be very careful with what I say here, mm -hmm. but. But like there are certain individuals who I've spoken to about this album, and they're only talking about this. Yeah, this song. But this is right. This is the low hanging fruit, fruit, right? Yeah. We like like a lot of people, or uh, I'll say people. A lot of people <laughs> um, really only engage Jay Z's art as to how it relates to, to Beyonce. Beyonce. Yes, and this is the Beyonce song. What what I find. First of all, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that he did it, and I mm -hmm. think that it's, it's kind of what I touched on earlier, right? If we're gonna have the new, honest, Jay with actual integrity, not just street cred, but actual right. integrity, I think we do need to get this, and so I applaud him for putting it out there. Um, but I was having a conversation with someone about it, and she was saying that like, you know, she couldn't believe that it took this long for Jay Z to come out and like apologize, and I'm like, all right, first Dark, of all, Shamira rides rides on this song. I, I almost feel like we should have a whole episode with just her talking about. This so, uh, what she was also saying, she's like, you know, and I, and I can't believe like you know he would do this to somebody he he loved and all this other stuff. So this is my response. I was like, well, first of all, we don't know when the apology came. All right, this is when the apology comes to the world, right? Uh -huh. But he may have apologized previously. Mm -hmm. The other thing too, and someone. There is going to be someone on the internet that takes what I'm about to say and completely runs with it. You know what? I don't give a shit. <laughs> the bottom line is that I've never met Jay-Z or Beyonce. Right. I have no idea what their relationship is actually like. Right. I can I like to think, I get the sense that Jay-Z really, really loves Blue. He's in love with his daughter Blue, mm -hmm. and that shit is real. Mm -hmm. But for someone to say that, like, wow, like, you know, this was the love of your life. I'm not, I haven't seen anything that convinces me that he was really in love with Beyonce, at least at the time, right? Maybe mm. he is now. And I'm not saying this to, to, to denounce it. Like, mm. I'm not trying to talk shit about their relationship. Right. What I'm saying is that none of us know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe he really loves her now and maybe he needed to go through, maybe he needed to do all this bullshit mm. so that he can really see like, wow, like this is the, like, I love my daughter. This is the mother of my child, of my, of my twins now. Like, mm. this is real. This means so much more than all this other stuff like right. this is my soulmate so maybe now he sees that and he didn't before mm. i don't know it's just uh, i just think that it's just like i don't know we 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 definitely have to talk about it in terms of that marketing angle because yeah. people are talking about that and and I've, I've seen comments on facebook where someone's like oh i listened to this album you know 10 times and i can't stop listening to it and mm. she wrote this this woman wrote 12 points about it and every single point was about <laughs> jay-z and beyonce every yeah. single point and it's just like, wow, like we got think, think pieces about how like we shouldn't be congratulating uh, Jay-Z because of the, the torment that he put this woman through. And, and, and look, and here's the thing. I don't necessarily want to dis, dis, dismiss that point because I, I right. think it's real. I think that there is definitely something with the women in our community um, that at least they feel or I've heard them express the idea mm -hmm. that, they, you know, they feel that 
they, you know, they're still devoted to us, even mm -hmm. though we have shown that we routinely are not devoted to them and we, mm -hmm. you know, put them through hell. And so that's a very, very valid point. But like, it's just, it's just like the magnitude of this song. Like mm -hmm. there's just nothing else on the mat on the album matters. Like we're only going to talk about this. It's just like, it's. I think well, one thing is that they kind of are like the queen and king of like right. the black world. Yeah. Right. Like, so I think that like to a certain degree, like that's how that matters. That's right. How, yeah. That's how and, it's going to be perceived. And you also have to think about the fact that many black women and just women in general fashion themselves after Beyonce. Yeah. Beyonce yeah. is is who we aspire to. So that's out to the beehive. If, if that's yeah. right. And and non-beehivers who are the, still high. We don't shout the beehive <laughs> so, on this program. I did want to say too, the song was Sorry. I hated Sorry. Uh, but Beehive Don't Kill Me. I did, uh, like, I did like All Night. But Sorry to me was like... Uh, oh, all Night's amazing. But yeah. Sorry to me was like like really bad song. Really? Yeah. It's just like... I don't think it's bad. Well, one Man. thing... Uh, <laughs> about that point though about modeling uh, people modeling themselves at Beyonce I I actually had that point too I, mm -hmm. I, I think that that's this is going to sound so bad but I think that that's one of the, the appeals to Beyonce mm -hmm. in the sense that uh, I didn't figure this out until recently but I, I do think that there are women that I've met who mm -hmm. really do model themselves after her in the, in the mm -hmm. sense that like you know she, she's out there you know she works hard she, she's got mm -hmm. the look um people mm. idolize her and she's mm. married to like the boss like the so, boss of the so boss my, like my that's point, like is that a, is that that a problem is that problematic so, so, so do i think it's problematic no is it something that i notice so yes. my point my point was my point was saying that is i feel like a lot of women specifically um internalized those jabs that jay was taking as though they were he, they were they were being said to, to them as jay -Z though cheated on them. or is that jay-z cheated on them or <laughs> they see, see jay-z and they see jay-z and men that they've had relationships yeah. with so it's like you know i'm like but beyonce he, but he's I'm there this, though he is there and i think that's like why it was important for him to say certain things in the song because we should have had a woman on this episode as, yeah, i mean as outlaw said though right like there's i want to go i want to go in there pretty much like <laughs> The things that he's saying, even even if the song is bait and it's mm -hmm. for marketing, he's still talking about things that mm -hmm. men and women yeah. need to do in relationships. Mm -hmm. right? But like, like, like very specifically, the 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 point that I've heard a lot of women just rip right is, you know, she's twenty one years old. She, yeah, it's her twenty first birthday, and he says, "You're more mature than me. I wasn't ready." And he's like fifteen years older than her, or whatever, right? Which I, I don't and agree so with. So a lot of a lot of women feel as though like. Why, like, like, why is it okay for a black man to say that he's not mature when he's this much older than a woman? No, but you know what, though? It's not about, it's not about why is it okay. It's honesty. Right. Like, <laughs> do you want people to share or not, right? And I think right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it funky. When I heard that line, I definitely thought to myself, if I was Jay-Z and I was 21, I would have said the same exact thing. No, Jay-Z wasn't 21. Oh, Beyonce well, was 21 and Jay-Z was like so yeah, 35. In my 30, at 35, I would not have said that. But there's, a, <laughs> there's definitely a point in time. Well, I would have said that because I, you have to like think about like, and this is just one of these. He's not fourteen years; he's like 12, uh, 11, 11 Do we okay. even know really how are, are old Beyonce is? But anyway, um, no, she's she's a couple oh, years older no. than us. She's a couple. Yeah, she's a, please, she's a couple please years older than us, us, right? She's like she's like thirty five. I don't I don't know, but um, this, according to Wikipedia, this is my thing, right? Like the, they're famous. They're so think about it, right? We're talking about credibility, shoot credibility. Going back to Jay Z mm -hmm. and how he right. has positioned himself, this brand that he's built his whole career. Mm -hmm. So now he's finally saying, boom. I'm going to make you my queen. I've been the dude who's been running around forever. No right. kids, yada, yada, yada. I'm going to put you on this pedestal next to me. Don't embarrass Don't me. Don't embarrass me. Right? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that, no. I'm, but I'm not, I'm not saying that's okay. It's not. I'm just, oh, I'm yeah, just providing not to at you all. how he's perceiving it. right? And think yeah. about the things that he's done, the moves that he's made. This is a person who threw shots at somebody else for getting with their baby moms. Yeah. So mm. 
especially with karma, right? Like that would be his biggest. But, but you, know what, biggest you know what? Though? You know what it Man. is though. So, all right. First of all, Jay Z comes from a different set of circumstances than us. Right. He's lived a very like Jay Z's late teens and twenties were entirely different from ours. Right. Okay. What I mean, also speak for yourself. I was getting a lot of chicks. I'm just joking. No, but it's almost like it's almost like you said. I'm, I'm, lying, it's, I'm lying. It's almost like when we were talking about Soldier Boy, uh-huh. and you said that you know, the fact that he would got thrust into stardom at such a young age right. really kind of fucks him up. Well, mm. you know, the same can be said for Jay. Jay Z mm. is very intelligent, so obviously right. he was able to maneuver that. Right. But I mean, think about it though. Like that's our age now talking to someone who is 21. Like. Right. First of all, I wouldn't talk to a 21-year-old. I, I right. wouldn't. I don't exactly. care if she was Beyonce. So it, isn't that in and of itself mildly problematic? Yeah, it's... it's. I'm, uh, I don't it's, know. It, I don't know if it's problematic, but it's a thing. Okay. It's definitely a different circumstance than what a normal man-woman relationship would look like. Right. I think. Right. I think so. I, don't, I just feel like... I understand where you guys are coming from, but I think that sometimes you have to like really focus on the result. I think mm-hmm. that yeah. to a certain degree as a community, we need them. Like We don't have... Like, yeah, we got like Barack and Michelle, but we don't really have many. Do we need the, them though? Well, I think you know do. what though? I, I, think I, we, you I, know I don't what? think we need them. And well, I'll tell you why. Because, okay, go ahead. because I, I, I think that Time we. Out. When I say we, not you, Yinka. Okay. I'm talking about the larger greater yeah. community. Yeah, no, but I'm, yeah. I'm okay. also talking right. about the larger right. greater I community. I don't need that. And I think, that, <laughs> I think that one of the negatives of the black community in terms of who we look to is we look to entertainers to, to somehow lead where we're going to go. And I think this is part of the problem with us as as black folks, right? Is that is that the highest threshold or earning potential because we live in America and it's capitalist, the highest earning potential for black people is entertainment. Did you if see the band athlete video? Or, Did you see the band no, video? I haven't seen I, I haven't okay. seen So he actually addresses like right. the responsibility of artists right. and how humbling it is as an artist to have that responsibility yeah. to speak up and represent the community. Yeah. And I do agree that it's very problematic that it's like, and Jay-Z and Cameron definitely kind of push this, right? You either mm-hmm. sell drugs, play basketball, or you rap. Right, right? that's like that, it. That's a problem, right? Yep. But I think that as a community, though, right, like, mm-hmm. we need to see people getting married, right? And yeah, no, think, no, no, for sure. We need to see successful people getting married, right? right? right. Like, no, I think that, like, that kind of sure. speaks volumes, right? That, like, this is someone who capitalism would tell you they have everything, right? Yeah. They, they want for nothing, but they mm-hmm. still found it important yeah. to link up with someone else and, and even to take it a step further and not to be all Dr. Umar Johnson, but it's two <laughs> black successful people, a black successful woman and man who are married to each other. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's like showing the value of both people and the relationship. We're, we're putting ourselves on a pedestal, right. actually. What I will say is that um, whether or not we actually need them, I can see <laughs> arguments for both sides. Right. I think that the clearest example would probably be like Barack and Michelle. Yeah. Right? And, you know, you can feel positively or negatively about them. I would like mm-hmm. to think that the African community, African-American community in general, yeah. feels very highly of, of Barack and Michelle. How but can you also, not? I have well, a hot take, guys. I'm sorry. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> I hold Jay and Beyonce on a higher pedestal than Barack and fair, Michelle. Fair, fair, fair. Oh. But, here, but, well, no, but hold on, hold on, hold on. No. But, but, but wait, but wait, 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 wait. <laughs> the thing is, though, but, and, to, and to Barack's credit, right, because uh-huh. he did by and large have a scandal free presidency at least mm. in terms of what fun some, facts some, right. some some other presidents that we've seen right? right and i think that you know the the african-american community is kind of so biased towards them that right. they can do no wrong which right. is almost kind of hurtful and the, uh, uh, but, but but before before we had the obamas mm-hmm. the last example we had were fictional characters 
Um, Cosby's. The Cosby's. The, yeah, the Huxtables, right? Yeah, yeah. And now with Bill Cosby's legacy to oh, tarnish, yeah. like there goes that. And so That's fair. when you have Jay-Z and Beyonce, well, you have this moment where even though their relationship is none of my fucking business, <laughs> right. whatever, they made it my business. Yeah. Lemonade is a piece of art. Right. Um, she is talking about something that even though the songs were, weren't written by her and right. really had nothing to do with that. <laughs> right. Whatever. It comes together and, and forms this this point about, you know, infidelity and, yeah. you know, her chasing or seeking her father, right. essentially, right? Which is something that a lot of women can relate to. Right. And then you have Jay-Z being honest and vulnerable. And so mm. it's just like, all right, they've reached this level, but we can still, they're still kind of like... um humanizing themselves to us right. to, to a certain degree too and there's lessons we can learn from i, have a know, and I did not think i'd be praising them i have but, a question right. i have a question for you guys and yeah. i just like realized like some cognitive dissonance going on okay so to a certain degree 444 confirmed lemonade, lemonade yes but post lemonade i kind of wrote it off as like i thought it was probably marketing i didn't yeah. think it was real so at, like, first, yeah. at first i thought it was real and then i was just like i heard more about how it was constructed yeah. i was like oh it's just marketing so like for me i i feel like i divorced myself from caring so gotcha. i mean no, even I when i yeah, heard I like 444 care. i was yeah. like i was like okay great you know i mean whether this is true or not they're you know continuing on yeah. this whole we're going to expose our relationships so let's I'll just let's just go on then to, okay. to family feud so, so family feud i do want to say this one great thing about 444 is that mm -hmm. it makes family feud better because yeah. Yeah. family feud is dope <laughs> like that, that that beat goes hard and it's like, and it's like it he's talking about beyonce and then we get to hear beyonce so she's almost yeah. like she's backing up what he yeah. said on the previous is, is, is this the line where she where he says he acknowledges becky as well yeah he does i think i think it was becky the song. He, when he was talking about the eric benet stuff he's, he he mentions was, becky i think it's this right? i think it's I this it one 444. yeah on 444 yeah so on family feud yeah, I don't think he does on Family yeah. No, he said Be he met Becky. The mention of Becky is not on 444. All right, you guys mm -hmm. uh, find this. Uh, okay, so you to guys me, talk. I'm that, gonna. We, I should, I'll, I'll try to find this. The album okay. starts to me with Family Feud. This is so, when the album starts. Yeah, right, to me. right. Like, yeah. This is when like no, I think I think I agree with you. Right. Like, this, like, this is when this like the, Jay is spitting. The flow is flawless. The from this songs point on. come together. This is this is a song that's gonna be on my playlist forever. <laughs> I think that, but it's also to me, it's cool too because like mm. he's still it's still Jay Z, he's still spitting, but it's mm. still like a greater, larger concept that serves us. Yeah, right? like, I agree that we do need to stick together, right? Yeah, and he's, also like I think you know, like for example, we we talk uh, uh, sometimes about everyday struggle, the Joe Button podcast or yeah. thing or whatever, right? And like, there's kind of this young underlying old. young yeah. versus old thing in hip hop culture where it's like, we're these old curmudgeonly people. And then, you know, the young folks are just like, hey, we're just having fun. Why are you? And so I think Jay kind of really addresses that. And it's a very, very relevant issue. No, that, in that's a fact. I mean, also, too, I kind of just kind of popped in my head. Like, I knew that he was dancing around it, but mm. you pointed that out also made me realize that you can step up a level of abstraction. But Jay's talking about him versus Cosby and Sharpton, right? Right. So when I first heard that, I'm thinking, okay jay-z versus sharpton and, and cosby but not thinking about like the rappers versus like naacp right like these large right. organizations right and the fact that like there is this disconnect right and yep. a lot of times like you know people write them off as like a black bourgeoisie mm -hmm. and they don't necessarily fit into or fit together with this quote-unquote hood element right mm -hmm. so i think that even he's kind of addressing that right yeah. he doesn't necessarily talk about them coming together mm -hmm. but saying that you know he didn't feel accepted right yeah. and i think that as a people for us to move forward especially because sometimes the artists and entertainers have a lot of money um got it yeah got it see that okay so yeah we're, re we're right now we're reading the lyrics to, to family, family feud. feud yeah and um 
I think that I got more caught up in the line right after. Like that golf, the Godfather bar. Yeah. Was when I was like, woo. Yeah, no, that was like, wild. Stop sweating all these Italian gangsters. But if Yo, you're gonna flip definitely. It like, if you're going to flip it like that. I also thought it was dope off. that he called them Pill Cosby. I, uh, I, 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 seen that, I had seen that a while. So. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Because he could have just said Bill Cosby. I mean, he, that's been on the internet for a while. Yeah, no, no. The, joke, give, the joke has yeah, been there for a long time. Like, but the fact that he said it, you know, I think just made it was funny to me. There was only this. I actually have one critique of this song. Mm-hmm. I think that Jay's, uh, his interludes are getting a little weak. I noticed. I felt oh, like his, his shit talk. Yeah, he needs. Yeah. He needs maybe yeah. he's around his kids too much. You know, he's not cursing <laughs> as much. But I feel as if leading into the song and then the little yeah. got on white socks. The toilet. Yeah, that's yeah. True. I was like, eh, got the all white. He got, he got on the cocaine. Cocaina. Yeah, <laughs> like, you can do better, Jay. I don't know, but um, yeah. but lyrics, lyrics wise, like this is like this is a song that's gonna be on my playlist. This is a song yeah. that I think is gonna stand the test of time in terms of like his discography. I'm not sure it's, it's probably the only one that can really go in a club setting as well. Nah, I still bam. think I still think Bam. I mean, no. I, you were Bam's there. the only one Alla, to me. I was texting me because I told him that Bam was gonna be one. I was Yo, in the club. We were, so we so we so we were there when we went to to Tropicalia the other yeah, night. And, yeah. and uh, uh we were all there. Haas was right there. Yeah. And the track comes on and we were like all kind of like getting into it. Yeah. Haas and I after 15 seconds we're like it's not don't really go in a club. <laughs> None of the album goes in the club. Right. Bam is the only one, in my opinion. The, the reason why I would say this one could is because mm-hmm. that Beyonce's vocal on it, like when she's oh. like doing the higher, the higher, and the amen, yeah. like that joint, that joint is that joint gets you. That joint gets in your bones. I, I really like that was the, ridiculous, uh, by the way. I yeah. really like the Tupac uh, nose ring line. I thought that that was like a really just a good image, like like a mental image that can really make you understand the parallels between current and you, and you these thought so? I thought that was kind of weak. There's a difference really? between a, a nose ring and having skittles in your teeth. I just like, think, I think a big I, I, the reason I thought that it was was dope is because you know I mean you look at hip hop's Mount Rushmore right. A lot of people actually most people would put like Tupac on on their Mount Rushmore sure. right. So so this is a figure that he, we're idolizing and, and in the way. Honest, even though he's not in my elite camp in terms of hip hop. Hold on hold on in terms of hip hop's Mount Rushmore. Yes, right. Tupac is without. So a like you know like like a Michael Jordan and how we talk about how LeBron James is kind of chasing the ghost of of Michael right. Jordan. These are people that we put on this ridiculous pedestal so he's like humanizing that person to say hey you know all these guys that are out right now that we're criticizing that they got they got handbags and they you know their hair looks like this and they they dress like that you know i mean there's some i I don't know y'all have seen there's some tupac pictures where he's (laughs) kind of rocking some questionable stuff as well and so tupac i think is a perfect example of an artist who from a fashion perspective, did his own thing. A lot of things that were not societal norms, and we still kind of consider him on that on that level. So y'all want to talk? Bring it back to the album. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about Bam. Bam. I mean, we are we are kind of talking about it a little bit. Yeah. So oh, it's time to get reggae headish. Um. So like when I, I well, I guess I should ask you. Uh, nah, did, did I mean how did you feel when they took the Nancy y'all? So it was just one of those things. that's like a, it's yeah, been done I, so, so many times. So yeah. Before. Before I listened to the song, right, I was like, really, again? I felt that way too. And I'm like, I'm like, uh, I really hope that they found a way to flip it to do something differently, right? right? And like, I really wanted to like the song as well. <laughs> um, and I just, I do like it. I like it a lot. And like, the one thing that I'm like trying to like, I'm, I'm jumping on is that like, when I heard it, I'm like something sounds a little bit off right like okay. i feel as if like 
if you know the song, her voice is in a different place. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that they moved her voice. And then when you see the, and I'm like, you know, thinking about like just Jamaican dancehall culture, um, dub plates are a huge thing, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times what you'll do is you pay, if you're a DJ, uh, like a vinyl DJ, you'll pay an artist to redo their song, but right. like to maybe give you a shout out to diss somebody right. else and they'll use them for the competitions, right? right? So like, it's nothing to find Sister Nancy and to get her to redo her vocals. Right. So in the BAM video, they actually show her oh, redoing wow. her vocals. So I think like, I, I really do think that that maybe lead, lends some credence to what I'm saying about them actually moving mm-hmm. her voice over. It's like shifted a little bit. And to me, it mm-hmm. makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. It makes it sound a lot better. Yeah. But I do, to me, like this is the song that kind of got me to get up out my chair, mm-hmm. my little gum finger. <laughs> I was hyped. I did my little uh, yeah. Bob Marley. Yo, tell too. us what you thought about. You were hyped when you heard Damien on it. You told me that. So yeah. what I really liked about where Damien came in is even though my son Chronics did touch chronics is nice even though chronics did touch on the song last year i really like the way that damien brought back in that jacob miller tenement yard like mm-hmm. that is a classic hasn't been it hasn't been overused mm-hmm. and that just chatty 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 susu 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 watchy watchy <laughs> watchy like it it's it it bangs yo it bangs also to yeah. one, one thing about the, the uh, band video that people might not have noticed is that Tyrus Riley is walking next to Jay Z, and so mm. is Kabaka Pyramid. So, like, mm. we may see some stuff in the future where like talented reggae artists now yeah. kind of getting a look through Jay, and those like both two very like conscious artists as well. Yeah, so, that like, would be dope. So that would be dope just to see them work with Jay, and like they were like walking real tightly with Jay as well, <laughs> like, trying to like uh, get that camera time, yeah, get yeah. some camera time, pick up some I'm skill. Gonna, I'm gonna have to watch this video. Uh, I've never seen the video either. I I I liked the song a lot, and it. It, it it felt weird to me in that this album again didn't sound the way I expected it to sound, and then this song is just like, you know, it's like a lob, like a like a perfect like a J record. Like I was like, yeah, oh, no, this is. is the most like straightforward. Okay, I'm making a song because I want people to like it. Song on the album, uh, but I liked it, and and I thought the exact same thing that you did in the first three seconds when I heard the sample drop. I was like, oh god, this is the most overdone reggae sample ever still dope but uh but yeah, yeah the joint is tight i like this song all right we just want to go you have I any did, more I thoughts did, i thought the lyrics were a little lazy i'm not, I'm not gonna a little bit honest, i think I he actually know. took shots at kanye in this track because i think mm. kanye has something where he says like i, I skip leg day or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah and then he, jay-z niggas skipping leg, leg day, day and just uh, to run their mouth just to run their mouth i skip leg day and still run the world or something like that yeah yeah no that was a that was a pretty blatant kanye yeah shot. So maybe it was maybe yeah it was. i mean because that's from uh what was it no more parties in la or something like that that's a, that what it was a, a kanye bar yeah. so i needed some harder lyrics i needed like a breathe easy i needed like him to die oh, out man. to be honest do you think he still has that gear like that he can access regularly i mean hopefully he hears i you think if somebody comes at him i think we might we yeah. might hear that That's but true. um i feel like he kind of had that on um, moonlight which would might be a good segue to that when he yeah. was talking about um I, I don't know i just when he's talking about yeah i think he has it on moonlight at least in mm-hmm. terms of a song like the 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 idea that the i idea don't that, i don't think he has it on on moonlight but we can. We want to go straight uh, wait, into Moonlight. Is, is Mercy Me next or Moonlight next? Moonlight's next. Okay. Moonlight is the one where he says like, uh, "You're stuck in La La Land. Yeah. Even yeah. When, we, when we gonna lose, right?" Uh-huh. And I, I just kind of like that whole concept. Um, you know, I had a point that I was, I was, I was gonna, <laughs> I, for, I, for, I forgot what it was, but it was. A, 
I like basically what he's talking to a lot of rappers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, shit, uh, you know what? I forgot. Someone else speaking. I'll, yeah, I'll come yeah. back. So, to my so Moonlight, we talked about it a little bit, uh, probably prior to uh, press and record, but um, you know, this is the track that we get jay over fuji la but we've already heard nas over fuji la yeah recently uh, too recently very recently and that song banged and it kind of came out of nowhere versus this yeah. which felt really prescriptive and i felt as though if you're gonna rap on the same sample as nas you kind of just have to kill him like you like the hmm. song has to be better than nas's because we've already talked about how you know we talk about this whole ether versus takeover thing and right. you know i say well at the time i was a super big nas fan i was in nas's camp and he always says well you were you in lost. a losing camp right so it's like camp. okay if you know if nas <laughs> is the loser then you gotta continuously show us that nas yeah. is the loser so Fair when point. you get on a, a sample that nas is already on you gotta knock that thing out of the park i was just confused so my first thought was like i could see jay-z being so busy that he had no idea <laughs> but then it's like did no id not also not know as well right. it's like how like it's it really is the same beat <laughs> and no the 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 Khaled beat is better it way better <laughs> right. like so so for instance right so i Someone's like, oh, Khaled and Nas got a song together. And I'm like, why is Nas with DJ yeah, Khaled, exactly. right? So I press play. Is this the one with Travis Scott on it? Or no, no, no. no it's just, Whoa, let's not even talk about that right sorry, now. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just, so I haven't heard this one, this okay, particular so version you guys are talking the, about. The, the, oh, you got here. The video starts, and it's Khaled and Dude from uh, Belly. Uh, Which one? Teddy Brookshot. Ox. Ox? Ox. I think his one that might be Teddy Brookshot or whatever. Yeah. So, like, also the guy from Shotzas, right? Oh, is he? Yeah. Yes, he's in Shotzas. So... Khaled is doing his fake patois. It's really annoying. <laughs> it's so bad. Like, it's grinding it. your ears. You're Ooh, really yeah. struggling. You're like, where is Nas? And they're just, where is Nas? Yes, they're just talking <laughs> over and over and over. And then the bass just, boom. Ooh, yeah. And then roaring. And you're like, ah, what? <laughs> what? Like, it really, like, it's like real hip-hop like yeah. it's, it's Nas it's Lauren but the production sounds current it's not like yes, yes, it's not yes. like Fuji Law where you're just like oh this is some head shit it's like the bass hits and you're like oh this is something that I could hear anybody out now on it was like a perfect combination right, of like trap, exactly. boom bap boom bop whatever you want to call it plus sample like it's like it's just a yeah. it's, the pot is cooking right like <laughs> it and then like and Nas and then, I mean he was he, he did I right. and, th and then they called it Nas album done. So, you so he to reveals it. to you, my, I got this album and it's done. And you're I'm hoping that it's out. coming soon. So you're it like this. Even though it, it came out in 2016, and the album still hasn't and come out. And then that out, Travis but. Scott album song came out, and Nas is rapping off beat. So, <laughs> but um, uh, but with yeah, Travis so, Scott on auto tunes. Like, so we get we get that gem towards the end of 16, and then and then now we we get Jay a year later, you know, giving us a song that isn't as good as that song maybe, maybe they're gonna tour together i don't know like i'm trying to find some silver lining maybe they'll tour together and like lauren will come out and then jay like i i, I just I it's can't. not a bad song it's, it's not a bad just, song if 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 the nas Alps album done song never came out we would be talking about this like oh yeah it was a cool song that was or on the album if jay just reused the beat so it was just as hard and then came a little <laughs> bit harder in the lyrics yeah we'd be straight it would be a little so hold weird on, but, but you guys don't you guys don't like the messaging in this nah, track? i do i do yeah. like it a lot okay because oh. this is another one where he's talking to artists yeah yeah no i agree but it, it's also funny because like, even like, when you guys are gonna win you guys you guys are you getting all this paper now you're all doing all these things you're flashing you think you're gonna win you guys are losing yeah. and you I don't think, realize it yet i think it was important i, yeah. I liked i just 
the beat was a little dis- the beat thing was very distracting. He he defended them though on the on on the other joint, and then he came back. So Family Feud, he was like, "Oh yeah, we all need to stick together, but y'all are losing though, and I'm getting money." I was like, "Okay, which one is it?" Though? But I think but. I don't I don't think it's like I'm getting money. It's like, listen, like I'm I'm here, like right. I'm where you guys all want to be. You guys all want a billion dollars. You all yeah. want this. I'm yeah. here, and I'm telling you that this is still not winning. Right, yes. and I can see, and if I'm here and I'm not where, and it's not working out the way that I expected. Imagine for you people who will never make it here. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a lot worse. Right. So I feel as if I, I did. What did y'all think of the, I'm in the skirt with you? Yeah. That to me, that to me was like, what do you, it was like, it's like, what are you doing? Like, I, that was like very blueprint three. Like, why are you even rapping right now? It was like a momentary, like, cause he, didn't he say like, I'm in there with your, and then he's like, no, I'm not. Was it Adam, right? Yeah. So it's like he even realized that, like. Well, I think he did that because two tracks before that he said he wasn't gonna cheat on his wife anymore. <laughs> so, uh, what's up? Just, uh, I guess it's okay now. Yeah, what, I, mean, what, I just, I kind of like those yeah. bars to me were like, uh, why another like yeah. why why Jay? But I mean, this song it was cool to me. Like I, I do, I do though like the fact that he called out the fact that everybody uses the same flows now because mm-hmm. that's kind of annoying. Um, it's mm-hmm. an annoying thing about about current day hip hop that makes it less accessible to people like me. Cause I remember, you know, the era that we all kind of came up in, yeah. uh, it was like, you had to be unique or people called you a biter. Mm-hmm. I remember people said that, um, people said that Craig Mack couldn't be dope because Redman was out, you know, like, like there was, you know, if you sounded even a little bit like somebody else, it was like, yo, why you sound like this person? I mean, you know? for me being a huge Jay-Z fan, like the one thing that I always knew could be the rock of my argument would be that, he switches up his flows. Like right. to me, Nas had like two from or three. song to song. Yeah, like Nas mm-hmm. had like two or three flows. He had like the Nas, like the Omatic flow. He has his little slick Rick flow, <laughs> and maybe he might get something else. Whereas Jay Z is like from remix to remix, album to album. Like yeah. you know, he may have stole a flow from State Property or whatever. You know, I'm not gonna mm, or all of them. <laughs> but at Post the end of the, an album. But then also too to rap with those different flows at such a high level. Yeah, yeah, still speaks to you know his greatness, and I feel as if like. The fact that everyone's using the same flow is just like why. Yeah, like, he's also talking about you know their guns and the fact that they throw yes. them out there and they're not using them. Yes, which the I, which I, I like. Kinda, I liked I liked the first part of the argument, which is why are you guys showing all these guns? This right. is stupid. But then the whole but I'm from Marcy and we yeah. use them. I was like, come on, man. That's probably like, my seriously? main point of con- even though I love this track yeah. uh, and I overall I do love the message. That's probably my biggest point of contention with Jay on this album is just yeah. that it's like. Eh. Are you are you back in that like I think it's part of being human to a certain degree, right? Yeah. Cuz even like we'll be like, you know what, looks don't matter, but no one's trying to wife ugly chicks. Well, like, you know what? Actually, <laughs> actually, I take back what I just said. Okay. And I'm I'm going to tell you why. All because right. when the Tupac movie came out, uh-huh. what were, what were you and I doing? And I think I did, even did this with you a little bit. We were talking uh-huh. about all the real shit that happened behind the scenes and then no. and there was a thread that came out which was which is old but it resurfaced the uh-huh. whole reddit article where they were they were showing all the old you know uh uh pictures of uh-huh. cats in dc he, cats in atlanta oh, yeah, cats yeah. in new york he referenced one of those ig accounts about on, on the way he, too he, he may have uh, yeah he said tell so, him, he, when he was like tell him blanco sent you that's right. one of the ig uh accounts so, that was having like a lot so, of old, old school yeah. pictures and stuff I can see where Jay-Z is coming from in the sense that if he's calling out, let's say, let's, let's say that maybe Jay-Z actually knows what these people do behind the scenes. Okay. And he can tell that like, you guys aren't real gangsters. Right. And he actually did run with real gangsters. Mm-hmm. You know, the Imhotep is shaking his head. So that's, that's no. 
And that is, Imhotep has nothing to say. Well, you were shaking your head. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it's like, everyone... It's like you told us on this entire album that you're mature now and that no, you moved on and X, Y, Z. No, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about histor historically, right? Like, everyone has different roles, different circles, right? Like... He wasn't a shooter, Some people, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, there was yeah. pickup kids, there were drug dealers, right. there were shooters, and they were like, uh, you know... Yeah crazy people who just wanted to get like fulfill their blood no but lust, right? what like, what yeah. what i'm saying is that perhaps that like that life was really integrated into hip-hop life you know what i mean no, like, i think i think things have definitely changed i think and, that and so, and so so the question is is that life still integrated into hip-hop like the way it was I think that's essentially no. my I, question i think one thing that the tupac movie made very clear or like not even mm. the tupac movie but like a lot of the tupac stories resurfacing mm -hmm. is that it's all connected, right? I don't want to mm -hmm. speak on like certain people's names, but like the right. people who were OGs in the West, OGs in the South, OGs in the East, mm -hmm. like they have a lot of connections. And like yes. when you have mm -hmm. beefs a lot of times, like these things get handled behind closed doors with apologies and <laughs> what have you. And it's like, it wouldn't be hard for Jay-Z to figure out who's really about that life as they say, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that even, I know that there was a another person I don't want to name, but like 50 was going to sign somebody, right? Mm -hmm. And he said, I wanted to see if he was really about what he said he was about. So mm -hmm. I asked my people in Brooklyn and they said, no, he wasn't getting in like that, mm -hmm. but he does know people who are like that. And for that reason, I did not sign him. Mm -hmm. So I think that like, it's not hard to figure out who's really, but, but you know, who, who to, to that point, right? 50 is the last of a dying breed, right? Like he's literally probably the last person in the industry that's like really a gangster that's in the, in the music industry that's come up. Right. Like, mm -hmm. so, I mean, I, I think, you know, it's almost like are we are we talking on old on old talking points when we bring up okay, but I'm real. But okay. uh, but I anyway, yeah, I tend not to All like right. that <laughs> that talk to me. I think it's if you're like spitting like drug raps, the bar gets raised exponentially harder. Yeah, high yeah. It's like I don't I don't right. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you're spitting it, it needs to be. I agree. Amazing, and it's been done so many different ways yeah. that it's like, and that's one of the reasons why, honestly, I think. I kind of lowered the bar a little bit for this album and, you know, salute me or shoot me or whatever, right? Because because I think that in a lot of ways, Jay-Z delved into subject matter that we haven't necessarily heard from him. Not from and, him I respected, no. and I respected the fact that I was getting a more mature Jay. Mm -hmm. And so that Jay didn't necessarily have to rap the way I know Jay to rap. I have a question for you guys. This is something that I see a lot. Do you guys think there's a lower bar for conscious rappers and conscious raps? I do. You think there is? Really? I don't necessarily. It just depends on how it, it it's being broached. Yeah, I mean, I'll say I think that it, I think it depends. I think that to me, one of the greatest hip hop albums of all time is a conscious album. I think that Which Black one? on Both Sides. Yeah, I said yeah, to too. me is yeah. yeah. Except hold on, when I said that, you were like, "What? You think that's one of the greatest?" Oh no, no, no. You said um, the I think one that might... we were supposed to do a make it a classic on. No, 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 no. I said Get I said I think it was it was on the Shamira episode, and I okay. said that I think that okay, Black on well. Both Sides might be one of the greatest hip-hop albums ever yeah. but and then like we, it's not a hip-hop album that's what makes it so great i think it's a hip-hop album <laughs> but okay but, but uh y'all want to go back to the the marcy well, yeah me? we should we should finish up with marcy marcy me and legacy mm, yeah. um, so marcy me to me is one of the highlights of the album i right. actually got i got chills during the the isaiah jordan pistons mm -hmm. uh bar just because like and this is like where the sensitivity of music comes in it's like that is my childhood. Like a lot mm -hmm. of my earliest memories, at least with regard to sports, mm -hmm. is Jordan versus the Pistons. Yeah, right. So, 
like just like flowing about that and it's so interwoven and like you know it's jay-z so like it's the sentences and the bars aren't ending where you think they would end and like mm. he just like his his voice is like another instrument on the on the on the track to me and yeah. it's like just the way he was talking is a little greasy i mm. just i to me it's a highlight it's one of the songs that i will listen to probably for the rest of my life i think it's a great song i think too yeah. it's real right it's where he comes from mm -hmm. the sample kind of has like that that like not maybe sunday church maybe like a thursday bible study church i don't know like it's it's almost there but like kaya you you feel it you feel it you feel it so i definitely yeah. rock the track. i think to me also like this is where like why the second half of the album is like very strong like mm -hmm. i think that this is one of the songs where it's like your boy still got it like right who, who's been like this i think also too just to compare it to damn and the kendrick i think mm -hmm. that family feud um and marcy me like Kendrick doesn't punch like that to me. Like, mm. I think that uh, and a lot of artists nowadays also like throw like a lot of jabs too. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that this is where we got like a little bit of like we got some bars from Jay that we don't get from other people yeah. who are great in their own right, but he just does it differently. I yeah. would say. Yeah, give us an example just of one of the bars that you really uh, really you like. Bring it up? Uh, oh, yeah, right, sure. So I'll tell my thoughts while we wait. Um, so I, I, I think I, I, actually I think I remember. It. I think it might have been right. the, uh, my fault. It's like when he, this might be the track where he was like. Uh, you dudes are flirting with death. I'm winking through the scope, right? Like, okay, it's a little bit of a reach because yeah, I do remember that bar. Because when you're winking through the scope, it's the other eye that's being closed, right? But, um, okay. Is this the? So I just think like, like just down. word wordplay wise, right? Like, yeah. there's probably a lot of like multi-syllabic rhymes and like that whole yeah. kitchen piston losing Isaiah verbal imagination. When Denzel was blotting copy alpaca. Yeah, like, yeah. I like that joint. Even too, when like, and this is like, I don't want to be too. When he was like, I'm a Sufi, the goofies, I could, I could probably speak Farsi. Mm. Like yeah. that. Even, that, was, that was hot. But even like for that, they speak Farsi, I think, in Iran, not yeah, Saudi Arabia. Exactly. But um, like, it was just, yeah, see, y'all flirting with, y'all flirting with death. I'd be winking through the scope. Like, so like when you wink, when you wink, when you when you wink at a woman, you you might when you're flirting with a uh, a lady, you mm -hmm. might wink at her, right? Mm -hmm. But then he's saying you're flirting with death. But then now you're he's the person holding the gun, you wink through the mm -hmm. scope. But when you're holding the scope, you do wink through the other eye. So that's a little bit of a little bit of a downgrade. <laughs> but I just feel as if like we don't uh, get we don't get enough of that today in hip hop. Yeah. Um. I get murdered for saying I like what that. you just said, but that's okay. I, I like the shout out to all murderers turn murals plural. I like that. Yeah. I don't know. I just think, I mean, also too, like it was a very Brooklyn track too. No yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like this is like the streets that I walked on as a child. Like right. even too, like going back to that, the first verse too, with like Lisa mm. Bonet, Beyonce, right? Yeah. Like, you know, we watched a different world. I wasn't really that big on Lisa Bonet. Mm. I mean, in retrospect, she was tough. I was hating. But, <laughs> um, now nah, like it was this to me was like one of those tracks where even like you know jay-z likes to sound established and distinguished he had a little hamlet joint in there too like uh, i i really eh, i i gotta rock with this track like yeah, even yeah. to like the whole when i first saw the title i was thinking it might be like a uh a, a marvin gay sample too ah uh, mercy, mercy, mercy but we didn't get that but yeah. i still I'm glad we didn't get that just because it would have been too literal yeah, no, I think you know I, mean? I, I, I like the beat, so I'm happy that we didn't yeah. get that either. So I really, I think to me, like, so I was having a conversation with a friend. They were like, oh, no, like the highlights of the album of 444, that's going to be the song that people remember. <laughs> For me, it's the story of OJ, but 
I mean, I, 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 I appreciate your take on uh, nah, on Marcy Me. I was like, no, I, I mean, to me, I said Story of OJ, Family Feud, and Marcy Me. Like, to, mm. to me, those okay. are the songs where those are all, like, the tightest songs, I would yep. say, as well. Yeah. Like, other songs have parts about them or aspects that are higher, maybe, you know, the content is stronger, or maybe even maybe more lyrical, the flow may be stronger, but these songs to me have mm. very, very few defects, I would say. As yeah, well. I would say I agree with you. I think Marcy Me is a highlight. Um, I thought he was really dope on it. Um, I actually mildly wish the beat was a little tighter. Um, okay. Like, you can probably I, say that for I a lot of like, on this, though. Yeah, but I feel like if we had Bink drums on this <laughs> instead of the drums that we I got. I see that. Um, and Jay-Z's flow is in pocket the way it is, and he's talking about the content that he's talking about. Like, this would have been this would have been one of the songs that I listened to from Jay forever. I mean, who flows like this nowadays? J. Cole. That might be it. I, don't, I, think, I think J. Cole could give us something like this. I, I think that's the only artist out now that, that I would say that I've about. never heard him in pocket like that but i also don't listen mm. to him enough to say okay. that but i feel as if like when i think of like that flow i think of like az right mm. and i feel as if like could raekwon give us that like i feel as if like that's like those spitters back then mm -hmm. and we don't get a lot of that nowadays yeah like even no, i mean fair. ghost does it but it's raw it's 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 raw yeah, it's not that like yeah yeah I just, but but i think that this joint this joint was definitely a highlight and to me i also want to end by saying that this is my outro I don't listen to Legacy. This is this. Well, let's is just the go ahead and talk album. about Legacy. This is the end of the album for me. So to me, Legacy has an outro feel, mm -hmm. and it's cool. It's yeah, like another yeah. song. Like I think it should be a bonus cut. I think it's no. I think it needs to be on there for the whole messaging of the album from yeah. what he's trying to talk about. Like it's very, it's very literally saying that the the entire album mm -hmm. for the most part is talking about building something, and right. he's just like, this is what we're building it for for right. our Legacy. Yeah, and he shouts out Wu Tang. I mean, that's true. That, you know that, what I'm that saying? Is like, you're gonna fact. shout out Wu Tang. Fun fact. You know, you're gonna shout out Rayquan. He loves, like, he loves me. I mean, also too, I, I think as well, right? Like, think about like 50 Cent, right? Like, get and I just I just thought about this, so this may not make the most sense, but Sorry. think about like get rich or die trying, right? Mm -hmm. Like, this is someone who's living in the moment for the moment in the now, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel as if like people talk about like you know when you don't come from anything, whatever that means, right? Like, you have you're forced to live in the moment. You can't think mm -hmm. about where you come from. You can't think about where you're going, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is like probably like a disconnect too from like traditional like values, right? Like African mm -hmm. values, like African American values. Like you're supposed to be thinking about your past, yeah. your ancestors, and where you're going and providing for the future that comes Same after you. Kofa. Mm -hmm. Exactly, right? So then it's like to say legacy, right? It's like it's more than just you. Right. right? It's in the words that you leave, the things that you say are more than just it's more than just yeah. you. It's more than just your emotions, your wants, your frailties. I it's, just think that Marcy Me is an incredible song and Legacy is not. That's all. I see that. I, I, I want. I mean, I want to. I want to leave the album. I don't think it needs to be going, an incredible song, though. J, I want to leave the album going. Jay raps at a, a at a a higher level than others, and that Jay is one of the quintessential artists of our. No, of I understand that, especially you know too, because like we don't know what we're gonna get from him again. So that that would have been like ending on the crossing the right, line, right. Russell and right. pushing him and leaving leaving the, leaving the hand. So up. then, so then, do you take Legacy all completely, or do you just rearrange it? I put it as a bonus track. Interesting. If I don't know. I think own. it needs to be on there. Just I, I'm gonna have to start with Outlaw. I think yeah. I think it was necessary. I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of it to mm -hmm. be honest, but I do think that like it's just something that like we need to we need to walk with. Like we yeah. need, to, we need yeah. to walk with the fact that like your legacy is important. Like think about yeah. think about what you do. Um, I'm I, saying, I think this I'm album saying. is less actually if you take it off. 
to be uh, honest. I really And do. I'm saying bonus track as in it's 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 on there. It's not like the Blue Ivy freestyle, right? Mm -hmm. Like this is something that like okay. it's accessible, it's there. It's just when I when I put my album together, like it's just a that's song that's I think the album would have ended a little oddly though. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, it, I, think I think it would have been like really a, needed. Like it wouldn't have kind yeah. of like coasting into the drive. Yeah, it would have been like a very that's okay. true. It I, I does kind of bring it home. I think I think you bring up very very valid points as to why it probably should have ended with Marcy Me. But mm. I think for me and what I got with the totality of the record, yeah. Um, because I'm not I'm not gonna say that this is lyrically his best album. I mean I think mm. I'd be crazy to say that. Yeah. But I think in terms of content, totality, message everything like where i am right now in life like mm -hmm. this is probably the jay-z album that i think has hit me the highest and that's above blueprint in this Whoa. hold on hold on in the sense of where i was when i heard blueprint okay versus where i am when i'm hearing this okay this resonates with me far more than that um. now, now hold now in defense of that though you also have to understand that there's actually very few albums hip-hop albums that really really resonate with me that way uh -huh. this is a side note it's probably why tupac and kendrick don't speak to me the way they speak to you right like i can think of tupac song um uh keep your head up mm -hmm. uh most that black on both sides and maybe a record or two from common that really really resonate and and, mm -hmm. and andre that mm -hmm. really really resonate with me like my soul right the rest of this hip as much as i love wu-tang mm -hmm. i love wu-tang you know that mm -hmm. none of their selves really resonate with me and just like make me want to be something better. i don't i don't mm. think kendrick is for you um and i, I can't yeah. i shouldn't i shouldn't speak for him but mm. i also feel the same way that you do and i'm like a huge kendrick fan yeah but there's like a my support for kendrick is more we need this yeah. sure not, sure, sure, I, sure, not sure. I need this and, because and i'm not like, saying that's not knock them part of it too is that like kendrick's very all over the place as yeah. well so like it's not like it's a very poignant on point concise clear message it's very like mm. You know, you might get four or five bars that like kind of push you where you need to go or like mm -hmm. remind you. And then like I, the next bar is like. I think he fat, was more poignant fat. before. If you go back and you listen to like, like OD, or, oh, okay. um, OD yeah, like okay. like the, so he has some projects that he was more. But okay. I, I get but, what you're but, saying. My, my, but my, my point isn't to diss these artists. My point is just that in general, generally speaking, listening to hip hop, there are, there are very few albums that are really going to resonate with me. Mm -hmm. Like just even though, you know, like. I love Inspector Deck, right? Mm -hmm. But Inspector Deck doesn't necessarily like resonate with me and, and like make me want to elevate myself. Same right. thing with Biggie. Right. Love Biggie, but I can't relate to any fucking <laughs> thing that he's talking about. But he's still one of my favorites. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this album resonates with me and just yeah. feels like whoa, like I like it I'm hits with you, you where you, you are in your life. Right. Okay, so like this is interesting because so there's a Jay Z verse, and I told told you about this before, like probably a long time ago. It was like the Grammy freestyle verse, uh, and like that, and so that freestyle made me want this album so ever since mm -hmm. he dropped that freestyle, when was this that must have been like 2008 like when did the grammy freestyle grammy i'm never i'm not i'm not aware of this grammy freestyle. i've definitely okay. told you about it like i i, I was yeah but you know this is probably when i was like boycotting hip-hop okay, and i was so strictly like, into I jazz music i don't, I don't, I don't know what so, we we're talking about so subjectively i think this is the greatest verse of all time right in okay. terms of like but it's also because the references speak to this me. isn't the one where he talks about religion this is one when he was like uh how could he give you free will without giving you evil? That's when he was like, see Martin, see Malcolm. Um, he talks, so in the beginning, he talks about like the trappings of fame, right? Okay. And like, and how can you compare, like, how can he be the best uh -huh. when we're comparing him to Ghost? Okay, right? yeah, like, I think that is, so that, I, and I then, remember that. And then after that, he gets into, so it starts with that. And then the second part of the freestyle, he gets into his experiences on Wall Street now. So he's talking about the fact uh -huh. that he's a brand, okay. like they come to him because he's a cash cow. 
he mentions like reverse mergers, right? So it's like at that point, it's like, yo, Jay, you are in the business world. Mm-hmm. Teach us. Right. I don't need. I didn't need to know how much a brick cost yeah. in nineteen ninety two. Like that serves me serves me not. Right. But let me know what it's like for you operating as a black man in the corporate environment. Right. Make songs about that because yeah. you're experiencing it, and that is your truth, right? Like mm. all these rappers, right? They always be like, you know what? Like if it's on the West Coast, they're like, you know, I'm just giving you a clue of what it's like in my hood. Whoopty whoopty whoop, right? <laughs> or if it's like in on the East Coast, like, I'm giving you a clue of what's going on in my hood. Ah ah ah, right? Like, <laughs> it's either gonna be whoopty whoop, ah ah ah. But it's like I'm just showing yo. you, I'm just showing you what's going on. Or this is my life, right? right? Jay, show us your life. You are married, you have kids, and you are succeeding in this. But world. I feel like I feel like Jay did right. He he tried to do that, and he gave us Kingdom Come, and then everybody I, told I him it was trash, and, and, and then he went back albums, to the brick. I don't think any of those albums to me really gave us that. Because yeah, like, I don't think so either. I think I, he was still think, trying to give us hot music. Yeah, I think this yeah. album is that. Like yeah. because it's 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 more of a to me it appears at least as more of a truth. So yeah. I feel as if like for this album it doesn't really resonate with me, but it it gives me peace with Jay. Like I agree. My Jay Z yeah. boycott is over. Like you you fulfilled your duty. Like yeah. what is it like? I want to Game of Thrones. Like a, a life must be paid. <laughs> like the I feel like like Outlaw said. Like it's just like. He it didn't it doesn't seem like with the exception of Bam that he tried to make hot music it seems like he just expressed himself and he put it out so so let's let's uh, final thoughts on the album I I love it it's great um I can understand some of the lyrical shortcomings but for mm. me the totality of the record where Jay Z is now where I am right now mm. is everything that I needed um and it was it's just, it distracted me from everything that i was doing like i heard yeah. it, i was like oh my god this is amazing wow. the standout track for me is the story of oj mm-hmm. and like i said like that video yeah. you could do a thesis right. dissertation on that video there's so many little nuggets um yeah it's 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 great no uh, i think i think it's a great album i think that this has been like a really strong year i would say album wise really? i think that just in terms of for someone who's been kind of like I found a lot of albums like not even to really give us your five. So I that would was say the last episode. Vince Staples, the Vince Staples album. Okay. Damn. Uh, but I just okay. So I'm not. I'm not gonna just say album just because I think that this could be a strong year in, in hip hop. I'll say okay. having getting damn already now getting this album. If we're able to get a strong album from Nas as well. I think mm. that's like three. Is little, he working on anything? It's I done. mean, it's supposed to be done. It's supposed but to be I done. Think, but I mean, we'll see. So I think that. Those three in and of itself, to me, kind of like just changes the course. I think that's important, mm-hmm. and I appreciate Jay also taking the responsibility to speak to other artists about mm-hmm. um, just getting their money right and mm-hmm. getting know, their mind right, getting too. their mind right, everything, everything. Yeah. In, in, in uh, I don't know, whatever. It's a good album. I liked it. I will will revisit it. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I'm 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 happy. I think he we're square now. He doesn't owe me anymore. <laughs> so I'll say. Um, one, I was pleasantly surprised by uh, by Emotep's thoughts because I thought he was just gonna come on here and just stand out about how Jay Z is wonderful. But we had a lot of the nah, same. I don't. Thoughts. I don't stand out. <laughs> we had we had a lot of the same thoughts. Um, I will say though that um, I haven't listened to this album as many times as I would have thought. Um, it doesn't have as much replay value as I think we're interesting credit. To. I I thought I it did. I think Personally it's a really good album. I don't think that I'm gonna listen to this album all the time. Um, like Blueprint, I I, re, I run Blueprint back all the time. I it's love a classic that album. Yeah, um, and it's it's just an, a really enjoyable album, and it's very timeless. 
Um, M- musically, though, I mean, yeah, it's, re- it's hard. Records to top like Four Forty Four. I didn't care the first time yeah. I heard about his relationship. I, I agree. I'm, I'm never gonna care. So, I mean, um, I think wishful thinking. Hopefully, this album won't serve our community the same way ten years from now. Like maybe, hopefully, right. we won't. Like, and like that's one that's thing. True. Going back to Black on both sides, like what makes it a great album, and also to me ties it back into Marvin Gaye is that like when you listen to Black on both sides, everything he's saying unfortunately it's still applicable to what we're going through today like that's true so hopefully with this album like we don't need to worry about families feuding and maybe people are taking more responsibility with regard to being parents and being good partners and stuff like that but yeah but my hope is my hope is that you know we get more of these types of albums um you know we've got Nas coming um no id is also working with him so it's in it's in the same you know sphere and the last album that we got from Nas, i thought was really good life is good um so you know, hopefully we get we were able to get our artists who are kind of the elder statesmen of hip hop to be able to speak, you know, more maturely about things that, you know, are relevant to while us. still being dope, though, while still being dope. Please. <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely an important caveat. But I thought the album was cool. I liked it. Um, I think that I probably may not have liked it as much as you did. That's fine. That's fine. But I still liked it. And um, it's still in my top three to five albums of the year. Okay, so where did you place it in terms of Jay Z's discography? For me, it's at least number three. That's a good question. I, it's um, above Black Album for me. The question is: Is it better than Blueprint or Reasonable Doubt? I think in not. terms of where it resonates with me, this one is going to resonate with me the most. I think musically, I think that you have to give Blueprint the nod. I think though, it's in the middle of the heap for me. I can say that it's uh, Reasonable Reasonable Doubt's a tricky album for me. Because mm-hmm. even though I understand it's a hip hop classic, it does have flaws. And it's even though Jay's lyrics are really good on it, mm-hmm. he's not at his best. Like it's mm-hmm. not his flow got better. His, I think that But his, his flow's not at his best on this. No, um, but I'm just talking about just in terms yeah. of the Jay Z canon. So mm-hmm. Reasonable Doubt is a really difficult one for me to place. I will say that musically though, this is not as good I'm gonna as, say I'ma say Reasonable Doubt and Blueprint are definitely above it. Black album's probably above it. I would even say volume one is above it for sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe even two, and then I'd put it there. I can't I can't place for, it. For I me it's three, it but go ahead. Yeah. 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 I, I can't in the I really can't place it yet. I think that um I think also too, just being older, uh like albums don't cement themselves in my life the way they used to. That really. is like, very true. That's a good point. That I think that true. um like blueprint that's like that is college right yeah. like, mm-hmm. you guys spoke about that right or right. even like with volume three it was like volume three was when i really became like a fake know-it-all with hip-hop right so it's like <laughs> volume three was like when i was going around saying well this album isn't that good because this and that you need this, <laughs> this and that was so, back when in what's up usually uh well my artist sold more than yours therefore mine's better argument well that's uh, that's like I that's that when argument. i really like got into just knowing everything I possibly could about the music industry, yeah. right? So, like, even, like, and also, too... This the, is back when Emil Tell clowned me for liking a Miles Davis album. Facts. I don't remember Uh-oh. that. <laughs> Fun facts. I don't, I don't remember that, so... <laughs> fifth! Fifth! <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't remember that, but, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that it's definitely a good album. Um, It also, like, one thing I would always think, too, is that, you know, I would always wonder, and I don't... I've never rapped. I never will mm-hmm. rap. Um, I always wondered. He did, did try you, to sign me, though. I did try to sign you. Take, <laughs> what? Take that. Take that. Do we need um, this story? No, no. But anyway, I, though, I feel like we need this story, though. Is it is it harder to write conscious raps? Which goes uh, back to like, our conversation too. Like, I feel as if no, like, I, I don't. I think it. I think 
for me, one of the reasons why I stopped writing is because I didn't really have much to say in the terms of like, I, look, I come from a white suburban neighborhood. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's black kids in my class, but like, I didn't really grow up tough. So even if I tried to go conscious, it's like, well, well look at you in your privileged life. And yeah. because of that, I felt like I didn't really have anything to offer. I mm -hmm. think if you come from something if you if you yeah. have a conscious twist but you come from something where that strife is real it's probably easy i think so also right it's like if you're speaking your truth it's a lot easier than if you're actually like if you're like okay i gotta write a song about you know che guevara like no. you know what i mean so like my question so I've, i mean i've been in the studio before i've given people like hooks whatever like i just feel as if certain words sound hotter and those hotter sounding words like tend to be shit. the most ignorant, ignorant words shit. like that's fair like yeah, this Lauren Hill. I'll put a um uh. She, basically, when she said I had a motherfucker to it, just to make so you mm. ignorant people like yeah, I like is the this, word, but yeah. and is it? It's probably conditioning. It, it like, is. Conditioning. Lord knows what it is, but I feel as if like it really. Some like, I think in my head like it's harder, and I wonder if I would wonder how would it how would it play out if someone like Jay Z made a conscious album. I'm not sure like this is necessarily it, but I always wondered would he be as good. I think we have dope MCs that make conscious music. I mean, I most mean, stuff is black is on a, both sides. But we perfect. said, we said, is it? That's why we had the conversation. Is there a lower bar? Because you're giving yo, black no. on both sides meets the even, bar. Even no. Black Star. Yeah. I mean, the lyrics. Yeah. But who it's else? It's not as good as Black on both sides. But Common yeah. has has plenty that's, of conscious two stuff. People. You know, I would say Black Thought, but I feel as though Black Thought, even when he's when the song is uh, is is conscious, he kind of just gives us these like wordy bars, that are, like <laughs> just like. Almost the 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 conscious equivalent of uh, an Eminem verse, where it's just like, are you rapping about rapping or are you Black still rapping about the talk? How the I topic? come over though, he he does uh, it well. Yeah, it's how I how I, how I come over is how I got over. How I got over. Um, lyrically is good. His flow is good. He's open. You, you yeah. can actually hear him. He's not like into himself, which I don't mm. like it when Black Thought is like mm -hmm. that. He's open and expressive. So yeah, back to the back to the J. We, I think we all liked it, and you know we appreciate Emotep for coming and discussing it with us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no doubt. Anything else? No, nah, man, that's it for me. Peace. We gotta go. We gotta do another make it a classic because I feel like we we, we strayed from the formula. <laughs> so we are gonna get one of those for y'all very very soon. Peace and blessings. Thank you for listening. Peace. Peace.